0: Welcome to POPs, a Taste of Riverdale podcast. I'm River. And I'm Nathan. And today we're covering Season 1, Episode 12, Anatomy of a Murder. Before we get into the episode, what was your bright spot this week?
1: Oh, that's a great question. And I definitely forgot that we were doing the bright spot. So um, I'm going to... Last week, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We did. Uh, You put me on a spot here. Um, I would say my bright spot though, I today I got a guitar and I signed up for guitar lessons.
2: That's so very gonna, exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped. I can already play uh that one song, uh Seven Nation Army, where it's just like the one like bah, 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 bah. Oh
0: nice, yeah. 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 Shout out to any band kids out there. That's a classic pet band song right there.
1: Oh yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. Um I don't know, I got the cheapest guitar amp set up that I could. But yeah, that, that I say would be my bright spot for the week. What what is yours? <laughs>
0: um mine is the one that we were talking about a little bit before we started the episode. Um and I was like I'll save this for when we start recording because I wanna get your live reaction to this. Mm-hmm. I finished reading Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. Ooh. Um, it it was a book that was mentioned very early on this season by Veronica, and her quote was, This town is in cold blood and on breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was very, very well written. Um it's uh like a true crime novel, which I was I didn't I wasn't like aware of that going into it. Um I knew it was like a murder mystery, but I didn't realize it was like a real murder. Um, But yeah, very well written. It was really cool. Actually, uh, Truman Capote, he interviewed like all the detectives who were on the case, as well as like the killers and some of the family members of the victims. Mm. Um, So you get this really interesting and like neighbors and all kinds of things. So you get this really interesting, like very like fleshed out story uh, from a lot of different perspectives. Um, and it's like, he's a really good writer too. So it's like on top of having these excellent interviews, um, you get good writing. So I'm really excited to, uh, watch the film with you at some point and. Yes. Yeah, that'll be cool. But yeah, we were talking a little bit about like police interrogation scenes and, um, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll bring up in cold blood again when (laughs) we get into our episode here, but um yeah really really solid book if you guys i think i think i said when she mentioned it like i've heard the movie was good but i haven't seen it and i've heard the book was good but i haven't read it so we're not going to fully recommend it haven't seen the movie yet obviously but the book is excellent so if you're a fan of true crime you might check it out it's also extremely um graphic and brutal these are some really really bad murders that happened um Mm. So if, if that turns your stomach, maybe don't check it out. <laughs> you know, <if> that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> might not be for everyone.
0: Yeah. Just just to put like a content warning on there.
1: This is a I true. Mean,
0: crime. if, true crimes happen. If you're watching
1: Riverdale, you
0: can you can
1: handle gruesome, bloody murder.
0: This is some pretty <laughs> sick shit. <laughs> this episode
1: um, is, 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 you know, it's,
0: it's graphic they watch a goddamn snuff film in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, uh, I, I read a lot of true crime and this one kind of turned my stomach a bit. So if mm. you know, if you're sensitive to stuff like that, this might not be the, the book slash film for you. But if, if you enjoy reading that stuff, this might this might be something you're, you should check out. So to kind of caveat it, it's very, very well written, but it's not for everybody, so.
1: Well, that's very exciting news. I, I know we discussed um, doing a movie, watching a movie, and that, that might be watching in, uh in Cold Blood. Yes, um, but,
0: but you found an alternative that you shared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, an alternative, um, since we're coming up on the, the holiday season. um uh, I discovered that the the actor who plays um, uh, okay. Hal, Hal Cooper, what is, do you know the actor's name off the top of your head? Because I, I, It forgot. might as
0: well be Jock McJockerson. He's, he's <laughs> an, he, 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 I don't know this man. Oh, uh, uh, got I it now.
1: Um, Lachlan Monroe. That's
0: um, a hell of a name. That's a great name.
1: So it's a really cool name. Uh, but I, I was watching some YouTube videos. I, I, like to watch um drew Gooden. i think you watch him as well right
0: yeah you've sent me some of his stuff i've watched
1: it yeah Um, uh, but he he was watching christmas movies like bad christmas movies oh, no. and i've i realized that uh lachlan monroe plays uh a character in christmas mail or something like that yeah um and he's like the mean boss and he it, it looks the movie looks awful but he is by far the best actor in the in the movie.
0: I mean, he'd have to be. The, the <laughs> poster alone, it looks like they paid like a twelve year old to Photoshop. It's yeah. together. <laughs> they obviously threw in a dog character because they were like, "This isn't gonna get any viewers at all unless we added some type of endearing, <laughs> like, An
1: endearing character. furry little creature." Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> called. We've got Christmas mail.
1: We've got Christmas mail. It, it looks awful. Obviously a take
0: on you've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. Um, so we might watch that. Uh, We could watch In Cold Blood. Uh, maybe we'll put up a poll Um, and you can vote mm. which one we can watch for the holidays.
0: Yeah. And that's, a, got... that's another thing, too. We, we have a Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Tumblr. Reach out to us there. I check it like once a week i should probably check it more often but i don't
1: i should probably Um, check it ever um so i'll i'll work on that
0: (laughs) but we do have a poll out right now um if you want to to check us out let me pull up our our tumblr handle actually so i can can tell you guys where to find us Um, we are we are at pops a taste of riverdale podcast At Tumblr.com. Beautiful username. We did it. We're there. Go Um, follow us
1: if you want. Or if if you don't. Either way.
0: (gasps) We have 595 votes on our poll so far. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm going to reblog it again so we can get more interaction. Holy shit. That's so exciting. I love that you guys... uh, I don't know if any of the listeners are on there, but if if you're not on Tumblr and you you know want to be or you want to check us out there or whatever or if you know i'm sure we have people on tumblr who are interacting with us who don't listen to the podcast as well mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's really cool to get those like interactions that people um re- regardless of whether you're listening to the podcast or not you know if if you're if you are listening leave some comments on the on the spotify also you know so yeah. let us know what you think we got some i'll
1: make stuff sure open. that i uh you know include that when I post the next episode because I think I, <laughs> I left it off the most recent two because we hadn't been getting responses which makes sense yeah um but uh you know I'll I'll put I'll put one up and maybe I'll put a little question in there to ask uh, which which movie we should watch for the holiday since we finish up season one
0: yeah but yeah so that, that poll finishes up in like five days um so if you want to get in there get your vote in um the question is uh which Riverdale character would survive the Hunger Games? And we did teens only, but I left a write-in option also. So <laughs> um but yeah, we're having some fun with that. We're having fun recording. It's really cool. We we got some really uh positive comments on a couple of posts I put on Tumblr also. Um so people saying they were excited to listen and enjoying episodes. Awesome to hear. Glad you guys are enjoying it. Even if it's only like one person, that's one more person than we thought would be listening. So yeah. we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Super cool. If you're if you're just checking us out, thanks. Cause like uh, I don't know. I didn't really expect anyone to listen. And. Yeah. I mean, like our people... dad is a
0: huge fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think our dad listens to every episode. Um... He
0: called me earlier this week and said he's saving them up because he's got a long long drive coming, <laughs> so he's saving them up to listen on the drive. Um, so we got we got the family support, you know. Yeah, but it's cool so... to have someone who's not like legally obligated to listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them eventually, though. We're we're gonna make you guys sign some contracts.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, you guys will be little Riverdale serfs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, Hopefully I don't even know how that would work, but it's too much responsibility for us. We'll make it <laughs> knights at the very least, you know? Knights of the realm.
1: Knights of Pops.
0: All right, well, enough enough chit-chat. Shall we, shall we get into yeah. our... Okay, Let's get so I'm going to do the... Uh, a recap from last episode i wrote a fun one again this time i know i said i was going to write shorter ones but i'm feeling talkative today so we're doing a fun one and and we had talked a little previously like before we started recording too and we're worried we won't have much to say this episode so we're gonna we're gonna get done quickly hopefully but also the parts we do talk about we're going to be talking probably maybe who knows we'll see how it goes we'll see <laughs> I think maybe the double shot espresso coffee was a mistake. I feel like that was the
1: right decision.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, either way. Last time on Riverdale homecoming gets a little more literal when Archie's mom comes back from Chicago. Archie and Veronica worried about Jughead Archie and trying to prove the innocence or guilt of Hiram Lodge Veronica search FPs trailer before the dance right before the cops show up and do their own search. While Archie and Veronica didn't find anything, the cops did. A gun. And so do Polly and Cheryl. The engagement ring in a weird room full of wigs that probably doesn't have anything to do with Jason's murder. The episode ends with FP under arrest for murder, Jughead PO'd at the Scooby gang, and Cheryl and Polly slightly less than Buddy Buddy in the Blossom Cave. Beautiful. That was such a exciting
1: summary. Thank you.
0: Yeah, of course. Gotta punch it up. That yeah. catches us up. You wanna get us into Anatomy of a Murder here? Yes. Awesome title.
1: It is it is a good title. Anatomy of a Murder. Um Honestly, there's there's a huge build up in this whole episode. It's a kind of a huge build up to a big reveal. Okay. Um so let's I'm just gonna, I'm gonna dive right in. Sounds um, good.
2: Um
1: so our our opening scene where it pops and we see Archie, Betty, and Veronica. Uh they're there discussing the planted gun in FP's trailer, so you know Basically just gave us that recap, but way worse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they did give it the first five minutes are just kind of a sadder a version of my recap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, then we see Archie at his home. It's, it's him, Betty, and Veronica. Archie's parents are there. Betty's mom is there. Veronica's mom is there. Um, they're talking about uh, FP being arrested. Betty's mom is sure that FP did it. Veronica's mom is fine with FP having done it and just wiping her hands of everything. Archie's mom and dad are just kind of saying, Archie, stop getting involved with this. You're going to get into trouble. They're trying to protect him. And Archie's mom is like, hey, you know, it doesn't even matter what you saw, because even if you saw no gun in there before, you were there legally. So it's inadmissible in a court of law. So she kind of ones up him with her lawyer job. (laughs) Uh, Then we our next scene is Betty's bedroom. Um, She Betty is texting Archie. Uh, She's worried about Jughead. So they decide, okay, we're going to go find him. Uh, Then we cut to Jughead in this phone booth. He's calling his mom. He's trying to get a ticket to Toledo to go stay with his mom and his little sister. Uh, His mom says no. Um, And it's it's a very emotional scene. He's crying. He goes back into the bus station and he just buys the next ticket out of town, which is to Citrusville, Florida. 6am the next day and then she kind of kicks him out of the station yeah good
0: name for a fake florida town yeah
1: oh uh but so the the attendant kind of kicks him out of the station because they're closing for the night and says he can come back the next morning um then we we go to veronica's house uh veronica kind of walks in on her mom like looking for like passports to get out of the country Uh, because in her words, she says she's guilty, she bribed the mayor, she forged a signature, she paid off the serpents, she's been super involved with everything going on, so she wants to get the hell out of there, just in case, is how she phrases it. Um, Then we are back at the bus station with Archie and Betty, looking for Jughead. Uh, Veronica calls and is like, hey, you didn't let me know, why didn't you you let me know? Um, And then... Veronica recommends that they should go to Pops because if he's not at the bus station, Pops is the only place that's open Mm 24-7. So then they all come back to Pops and Jughead's there. He's kind of silent in his seat. Um, Everybody apologizes to him except for Veronica. And then they tell him about the planted evidence. And he's kind of like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, And then our next scene um, is the police interrogation room. And here we get like kind of a big reveal. Uh, Officer Keller's there interrogating FP and FP opens up about everything that's going on. I'm gonna save the details of this for our further discussion later on. Basically cool. we get this plot of like FP telling him a story of what happened. Um and at the end of all that he he basically admits to everything and confesses. And confesses to killing Jason. Big reveal. Um at the police station entrance, uh Archie, uh, Betty, Veronica, Jughead all come rush in. They're like, oh, we need to talk to you, Sheriff Keller. Um, uh, FP didn't do it. He was framed. He was set up. Uh, And then Keller's like, oh, well, if that's the case, why did he confess? And then we get this scene of FP walking by, escorted by the police, and everybody's very confused. then we go to the Blossom Manor, and this is kind of like next day. I'm assuming, like after the news has kind of broken a little bit. Uh, Polly's there. The the senior and blossoms are there. Uh, Penelope
2: conferred,
1: yes. Uh, and Polly is kind of like, wait, huh? FP killed Jason. <laughs> um, and Cheryl's also there. They just kind of get a shot of her, just to show she's there, I guess. <laughs> um. Then uh, we cut to the school. We're back at school. Uh, Everybody's eating lunch. Uh, We got Archie, Becky, Veronica, and Kevin at a table.
0: Uh, Wait, Becky?
1: Oh, I wrote her name. (laughs) Excuse me. Betty.
0: (laughs) Damn, 12 episodes end, didn't (laughs) it?
1: It was bad because as I was going through and, and making my notes for this episode, for like the first half of the episode, I had been writing down Becky. (laughs) <laughs> I to oh, no. go through and replace them all with Betty, and I must have missed that
0: one.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, but
0: anyway. I feel like it's an easy slip. They're basically the same name.
1: They're pretty similar, but yeah, 12 episodes end, maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, That's
1: fine. Yeah, um, Betty thinks that he was, FP, uh, was coerced into c- confessing. Um, and it's kind of like, well, it doesn't really make sense why he would just confess to everything. And, uh, maybe Joaquin had something to do with it. They were seen together. So, you know, maybe he's involved. Kevin gets really protective and is like, don't drag my boyfriend into this. Um, we hear that Jughead isn't coming to school today. He's just taking the day off because, you know, his dad just got arrested for murder. Um, and then he kind of walks into the cafeteria and they're like, oh, hey, we didn't, thought you weren't going to be here. Um, And he walks over to Cheryl and apologizes. Cheryl, like, slaps him and starts, like, hitting his chest and kind of crying. Um, Cheryl gets, like, tackled by somebody, like, (laughs) like, tackle her off of him. Um, And then the principal comes out and, like, is, like, Mr. Jones, come with me. And, like, takes him to his office and talks with him. Um, Cheryl, after this, is crying, like, in the locker room. And uh, Betty comes in and is like, doesn't really say anything, but she just kind of stands there to be like emotional support, I guess. Um, And Cheryl is clearly very upset and is voicing it to to Betty. Um, So after Betty is done comforting um, Cheryl in the locker room, um, we kind of see her talking to Jughead after he gets out of the principal's office. Um, Betty tries to reassure him that FP, his father is innocent. Um, and Jughead's like, well, who killed who killed him then, right? Like, who did it? And, but he doesn't really have an answer. And, and Jughead's just kind of resigned of like, okay, my father did it, fine. Um, then we go to Archie's house after school. He gets home from school and his dad is there. And he's like, hey, I just got a, a call from the principal, from Mr. Weatherby. And he said he's concerned for Jughead's safety. He thinks he should finish the semester from home. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of talks about how, like, Archie, like, we need to, like, need a a long-term solution for Drughead because he can't stay here forever. I'm not his guardian. And they're talking kind of loudly, arguing about it. Archie is like, no, he should just stay here. This is the long-term solution. Um, And uh, Drughead's just kind of on the stairs listening, um, and they don't, I guess, don't know that he's home. So he overhears all of that and then um kind of leaves <laughs> and uh it's really funny because what he says when he leaves Archie like sees him like going down the stairs and he's like I'm just gonna sleep in the garage tonight yeah okay. <laughs> so his, his delivery was so funny
0: <laughs> he like turns and glares at Fred too yeah Um oh, and good yeah. stuff
1: yeah really emotional scene um uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, which I do mean earnestly like it was it was sad and then I think him saying that he's gonna go sleep in the garage that <laughs> just made me laugh it, um,
0: it was too much like the uh sleeping in the dark house tonight huh <laughs> kind of joke you know yeah <laughs> yeah just too close yeah. to that
1: uh, <laughs> yeah so then um our, our next scene is at Betty's house it's like the middle of the night there's some sound it sounds like somebody broke in uh Betty, like, gets up to investigate. Her mom also did that, and she has a gun. And they see that the person who broke in <laughs> is Hal. Uh, he's, like, going through some files. They're like, why do you have all this stuff? And he's like, oh, I'm destroying evidence. And they're like, huh? Why? What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's his answer is, I'm destroying evidence. It was so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it It's it, like... Yeah, that was kind of, you know, a big, like, clue, I would say.
0: Yeah, this would be where you would lie, you yeah. know. <laughs> this would be a normal place for, <laughs> for a lie. Um, yeah,
1: but to just say, I'm destroying evidence. Um, anyway, then we get the reveal, um, huge reveal, that Betty's great-grandfather was a Blossom. So the Coopers and the Blossoms are related, um uh, jason and polly were like related polly's babies were the products of incest and they rush off to go rescue polly from the blossom family because now they're suddenly concerned about her well-being
0: yeah, they're <laughs> like they'll definitely kill her because they hate incest over there
1: they Hate that's
0: but That's the blossom. word on the street. <laughs> blossoms hate incest.
1: As has been super clear, like throughout the whole season, I would say they obviously hate incest. <laughs> wink, big big wink. You know, big. Can't
2: Don't do stand. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Uh. So then we see the blossom mansion, um, which where they've rushed off to in the middle of the night. they kind of bust in into the entryway they have this big reveal where they like they reveal this now to the blossoms um and get Polly out of there and there's some threats back and forth Uh, but basically they just get Polly back no big deal Uh, i don't know why they didn't do that before if that would have worked uh sorry i'm not okay not adding anything here we go um (laughs) (laughs) then we cut to uh a quick scene of Archie waking up Jughead in the garage and telling him, we got to go to Pops.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> and and then uh, they go to Pops to meet Archie's mom, who has looked into FP's case. Uh, she pretended to be his lawyer illegally, and she says things look bad. She lets them know that FP's one phone call was to Joaquin DeSantis. And she tells Jughead that he should go see FP before he's arraigned, because after that it's going to be really hard to do so. Um, then we go to the prison, Jughead's gone to see his father, um, they have a very, you know, emotional conversation, uh, it ends kind of with, uh, FP saying, I'm sorry that I got caught, uh, and he tells his son to never come back,
0: um, go on, get it,
1: yeah, literally, <laughs> <laughs> um, then then we're back at the Lodge, Manor, State, whatever. Uh, it's Archie and Veronica sitting very romantically on a love seat in front of a burning fire. Um, Archie tells her about uh, the um, uh, one phone call to Joaquin. And she's like, what do you think? And he says, it's weird. And she goes, what did Betty think? And he goes, she thought it was weird. Um, so then the next scene. I love is... that one.
2: <laughs> it's so good.
1: Next scene is at uh, Joaquin's place, I guess. I don't really know where they're at, but looking back, I think they're just in Archie's garage again.
0: I'm, I think there were I think so many brought, scenes in the garage this episode, yeah.
1: I don't know why they brought him there, but they brought him there. Um, it's Kevin, it's Joaquin, it's Veronica, it's Archie. Um, Joaquin says FP told him to lay low, and Kevin makes some weird comments and threats, and just like, I'm talking to you as the sheriff's son, you better answer these questions um and then uh, joaquin spills some news he says that fp killed jason um he got called in for a cleanup job at the white worm which is that bar from before in the basement uh, kevin calls him a criminal um and veronica is like well this could be related to my father because my father paid some people off and joaquin gives them a hint about mustang and fp both being involved. And Kevin is like, well, you better um, help us find Mustang so we can question him. Otherwise I'm gonna tell my dad. Uh, so um, there's kind of a, an in-between cutaway scene here where Betty's laying in a room with Polly and then Drughead calls and says his dad's hiding something. So those two are gonna get together and go investigate. Um, but then we go to the motel to see Mustang the same group as before. It's Joaquin, Archie, Veronica, Kevin. His place is full of drugs. He's overdosed in the tub. Joaquin's like, I got to get out of here. I can't be seen here. He leaves with Kevin. They call the cops. The Sheriff Keller shows up. Archie's dad shows up. Veronica's mom shows up. Um, and they tell Sheriff Keller that they wanted to talk to Mustang because they knew he was a serpent. Sheriff Keller kind of asks them, how did you know he lived here? I don't really say anything and then another cop comes out of the place and it's like hey there's a huge bag of money here um and the lodge initials are on the bag veronica basically sells her whole family out to the police in this scene Sells yeah. them everything um and then archie's dad kind of pulls him away uh pulls him to his truck and is like i don't want you involved with this this is why like i'm trying to protect you i need you to not investigate this anymore you're in danger and I need to protect you. And Arch- Archie's just kind of like, yeah, in the truck. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he makes it really, his, he like has a voice. <laughs> <back or something.
0: laughs> he has a very strange noise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so then we see Hermione Lodge collapse when she gets back home. She looks like she's been crying. Veronica kind of comforts her. Uh, then we see the bus station. Joaquin is like getting out of town. Um. And Kev is there kind of being a jerk to him. And then, like, as he goes to leave, just, like, kisses him goodbye. Joaquin then gives him some more information right before he leaves. Um, So now it's back to the school. It's Jughead and Betty trying to figure out this information uh, that uh, Jughead got from his dad. So Jughead is like, yeah, my dad's definitely lying to me, but I don't know why or what what exactly he's lying about. I don't think he did the murder. Um, So they're kind of in front of the murder board trying to figure stuff out. Um, then we see the Blossom Manor, and it's Cheryl asking her mom some questions. She's like, what were Jason and my dad arguing about before they went to the river? What was it that Jason couldn't handle? And her mom's like, so many questions, Cheryl. Yeah, very evilly. And um, then uh, back in the school newspaper room with Betty and Jughead, who have ruled out how and one other person, they're like, ah, oh, it couldn't be them. Uh, could be Hiram Lodge, maybe. He's behind it. And it could be the Blossoms. We think they are they have some interest here. And then we see, uh, in Blossom Manor, the continuation of Cheryl and Penelope's conversation. Cheryl's still poking around, asking questions. Um, and her mom, like, drags her out to this old barn and... She's like, this is the truth you couldn't har- handle, and it's just, like, a bunch of maple syrup. And you're like, okay. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Then we're back to the newspaper room. Alice comes in and looks at the murder board and is like, oh, you just don't give up, do you? And then she tells them about uh, the police finding Mustang's body. and um, you know, Hiram Lodge is connect- connected with everything. And then Kevin calls with his special info that he got from Joaquin. So then it's it's Kevin, Jughead, and Betty. They go investigate. They find this bag with Jason's Letterman jacket, which we remember from before. FP told him to hold on to it. Uh, so he's hidden it in this canvas bag by some random sign uh, and told Kevin about it. Now they found it. Um, so they bring this video back, and it's the whole gang. It's Jughead. It's Kevin. It's Betty. It's Archie. It's Veronica. They're all sitting around. And they're like, well, what are we going to do with this stamp jacket? Um well we can't give up. Uh she asks Archie to put the jacket on and then like searches in as if like that would make it any different patting down a jacket. Um and she's like, "Oh, there's a hole in the pocket. I always lose stuff in the lining when I have a hole in my pocket." And then lo and behold they find a flash drive. Um they just pop it into the computer. I guess there's a video on it. They watch a video, everybody freaks freaks out. Um and Betty makes a call. We don't get to see what the video was at this point. Um, but yeah, Betty makes a some call. Some
0: freaky shit. Because they're That's all crying. Freaky freaking freaky out. They're all going, oh my god. <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of good actor faces here.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, so Betty, Betty makes a call after seeing the video. Uh, and says, like, you've got to get out of there. Get out of that house. Um, And the only person she could be calling is Cheryl, right? So then we cut to Cheryl, um, and Cheryl's like, I understand, thank you. And she walks out of the in slow motion, she walks out, Uh, her parents are eating dinner, and she like confronts them and says, everybody knows what you did. And then we cut to black, we're at the mayor's office, it's Alice Cooper handing over the, the evidence to the sheriff and the mayor. Um... You gotta
0: see this. <laughs> and like fingers up, like like she's doing a very posh, like tea yeah. tipping. You know, it's <laughs> it was something else, I don't know. Never seen anybody hold anything like that.
1: <laughs> a very interesting choice. Um so she hands up with the evidence, and we finally see what's on this dang flash drive. Um and it's a video uh, this is this kind of a cinematic part where there's like a voiceover on top of this? Because I guess maybe they thought it'd be too scary otherwise. But it's like it's like Jughead voicing over what happened and we see like Jason Blossom tied up in the White Worm in the basement. Just like FP said, and Mustang comes down and like riles him up and kind of threatens him a little bit. Um, and then, uh, then we see uh, Clifford Blossom Uh, come down and say something and then, like, shoot and just kill him. Bam. Shoots him in the head. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the, the big conclusion. Uh, you know, Clifford Blossom did it. And, um, then we get some kind of, some ending stuff. We, we see the Lodge family. We learn that, uh, Hiram Lodge is going to come home. He's out of prison. Um. And we see that uh, Archie's mom is leaving. Archie's going to stay in Riverdale. He says, my friends need me here. Yeah, so he's staying. Um, and then our kind of final shots are of the Blossom Mansion. And the police showing up. And they're looking for Clifford. And they just point to the barn. They go to the barn. And he's in there. And oh, no. He's hung himself. And oh, no. There were drugs in that syrup. The, um, the
0: maple syrup is drugs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> it's like bags of drugs
0: hidden like in the bags maple of, syrup. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, just nondescript like plastic bag with like powder or something in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a I pretty solid this. one. Yeah. yeah finally yeah yeah this the last couple episodes i think since episode 10 we've kind of been enjoying how the season's wrapping up here and this one it's like the cherry on top so episode 13 better really step it up you know better be the whipped
1: cream i guess next to the cherry second cherry the second cherry (laughs) (laughs) it's the bonus cherry yeah um oh man I think the best place to start would be going through FP's um, confession and and what he tells Officer Keller. Because I think that was really the, like, that was where, like, it felt like all the pieces finally got tied together. And uh, it was just like, okay, like, big reveal. He's confessing. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: But we kind of go into it with this idea of, like, he didn't actually do it. So how does he know all this information?
0: Yeah. Now here's my question for you. At this point in the episode where he was confessing, mm-hmm. did were you like, oh yeah, the kids are right, he's innocent, or were you thinking like maybe he did do it? Um, um uh, I knew he unfold at this. Movie? I
1: knew he didn't was the thing. Okay. It, there were there were multiple times like the way this was shot where he would like pause. and and be like yeah I did it but in like such a dramatic way that I'm like okay he's he's lying like he's clearly lying just (laughs) like trying to cover for someone um but to me I was like I don't understand who he's trying to cover for and if he is like how that's really gonna help them at all
0: yeah yeah (laughs) I I agree I feel like uh Jughead even says later like FP lies all the time but he sucks at lying (laughs) Yes, (laughs) And I feel like we see that in his confession, um, because he's, like you said, like he does, it's like so obvious that it's a false confession, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think you can tell, too, from how willing, like when the kids come up and are like, yeah, FP didn't do this, he's innocent. Sheriff Keller's like, oh, really? (laughs) Then why did he confess? That's good to hear. Unfortunately, we have a shitload of evidence and he just confessed, so we're going to have to have a bunch of other evidence, (laughs) you know, like... um, this would be a very complicated uh legal case uh um, it would be which i wanna see i get get me that lawyer back and get me the <laughs> <laughs> get me the legal side of this episode
1: thirteen. Is just the legal battle of getting oh. him off, of, like making sure he doesn't get sentenced.
0: <laughs> that's basically how In Cold Blood goes. It's like the last couple of chapters are like, here's how the case went, and here's how the trial went,
2: so, <laughs> which
0: is, which is, ah, uh, that's some tasty del- dessert for me. That's that's nice. Um, mm. But yeah, you wanna let's. uh Yeah. Can, I've got some... can we set the mood a little with the confession first? Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, we have a classic. You know, kind of pukey walls, police station. It's it's a very ugly, like greenish, t- like it's like a it's like a pale green. It's like a it's like if a pastel green was sick.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's upset tummy. It's not feeling so good.
0: Yeah. Um, the way Sheriff Keller conducts is is the worst. <laughs> I've, ever, I've again I, I read true crime i've watched a lot of true crime and this is not you don't come in and are like hey we have a bunch of evidence against you and here's what it all is like you come in and you're like so i see you got a couple unpaid parking tickets
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know you you throw them off the rhythm with something else wait for them to like drop some information and then you're like well actually you weren't there a saturday night yeah affidavit that says you know from so-and-so that says you were some you know you get him
1: on the like hey so you don't have a gun license why do you have this gun
0: right like you gotta like that's how (laughs) do it now i i all cops are bastards Mm -hmm. but like sheriff Keller isn't a special bastard because he can't even do his (laughs) job correctly based on like like police procedures like he can't even follow that i didn't hear him read him his miranda rights did you I didn't hear him tell him that he had, you know, right to legal representation and anything he said could be used against him in a court of law. And that, that's such a like, that's just like a
1: gimme of like, making some like a scene where somebody gets arrested, right? Where it's like, you have the officer like, anything you say
0: can and will be held against you. Yeah, you do like a slow-mo zoom
1: out and you have their voice like, it's like,
0: and Jughead's like standing in the background crying, you know, like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> why not do that that's just fun yeah that's just a regular arrest on TV
0: yeah like and like we it, we watch like so much American television has like cop dramas or or like part of an episode is like a, a little bit of a police procedural like every American viewer is well aware of all these little things like we would all yada 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 over it so the fact that they didn't do it was kind of wild but um, yeah just super super badly conducted police investigation also the fact that someone else was allowed to speak to the prisoner like we'll get to that later but like people were allowed to see him before he confessed (sighs) before he like spoke to the police it's just
1: yeah before they like did the actual interrogation they let him have his phone call
0: they let him have his phone call that is procedure but like clifford blossom just randomly coming in like random citizen
1: oh yeah i kind of missed that part uh yeah yeah. i like made
0: a big note of that because i was like did he like break into the interrogation room like what um why was he allowed to be in there although i guess when jughead was arrested they let betty be in there so maybe that's just how sheriff Keller does things
1: i'm a little confused on when exactly clifford went to go intimidate fp and tell him not to talk
0: it was like I'm assuming it was while Sheriff Keller was like shitting his guts out from bad coffee, and the secretary was on the phone with her boyfriend. In that 15 minute span, he was like perfect. <laughs> my, just my walks into thing. the interrogation room. That's kind of seem- like it doesn't seem like they have any other police officers. It Seems like Sheriff Keller's like the only guy. I mean, I know we see other ones in this episode, but like, they weren't one, there. Two, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just busted. The guy that killed a kid, supposedly, you know, allegedly.
1: The deputies and, <laughs> have that's their day
0: off. How? Let them rest. <laughs> They're civil servants. You don't get the rest. Get out there. Get on these streets. There's somebody killing kids. You know, this yeah. uh terrible police work. This, this is like this case would be thrown out so fast just for the bad police work. So. Don't worry, Jughead, FP will not be in prison for long if you get a good lawyer on this case.
1: Yeah, there's no way. I, I mean, there's just a, there's such an escalation here but for, from FP's confession. So he talks about stuff that's true, and whenever he's talking about something that's true, there's a flashback to coincide Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> when he talks about Jason Blossom, Blossom coming to him, he's looking for help getting out of town with his girlfriend. He needs His some money he's a yeah. pregnant girlfriend he needs some money, he needs a ride so f p gives him a car, and he's like, "Okay, you gotta sell these drugs and then get back to me um and then he's like, "But then I thought, you know he's a blossom. I could kidnap him and ransom for way more money than he'd get from selling <laughs> those drugs, which is like such a like huge like escal- i don't understand like
2: yeah,
1: that's a huge I... jump." of crime level right
0: <laughs> it's it's pretty gigantic because to me like we don't know all of fp's previous crimes but it seems like it was mostly like petty theft and then theft from like fed fred's construction agency yeah like small stuff so, right and it's like oh you're mean, the, in the this... construction theft i'm separate because that might be like that could be kind of major but like nonviolent
1: addiction. crimes right it's yeah, like, they're like, oh, non- you're kind of like the, like, town asshole and you'll, like, fight people yeah. or, like, like you're... He's,
0: like, writing bad checks all over town kind of guy, not right. kidnapping a child. You know?
1: Right. Like, kidnapping and, like, torturing a child and holding him for ransom.
0: To be fair, he didn't do any of the torture. He just did the kidnapping and the ransom.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> One that's, of I his I guess guys did the torture. To. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, then he's... In this, he's, like... So when he talked about the car and, and giving him the drugs and Jason coming to him for help, there's like a flashback for that. Then it's just him in the interrogation room and he's talking about how I held him for ransom and then he got loose and I had to shoot him, but I put him in this freezer and well,
0: then and before he doesn't even say I put him in the freezer, Sheriff Keller says and then you put him in the freezer?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> no leading questions, Sheriff leading Keller. Leading
0: questions. Yeah, like if I was sitting, like if you had a lawyer sitting there, it'd be like, that's a leading question. Don't answer that. Like you can't. Also, that's not how you do. If I was, if I was another cop sitting there, it'd be like, yeah. hey, 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 sheriff, what the hell? <laughs> if <laughs> yeah, you put somebody from
1: the cast of CSI Miami in that room, they're gonna get real upset. Hey,
0: hey, hey, sh- what the? <laughs> <laughs> you get like an FBI guy in there who's, who's like, this is not. What kind of small town police operation is this? This is not how you do these things. No That's wonder you sure guys clue. can't anybody away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it's just real sloppy. Um, it's
0: extremely sloppy. Like he's feeding him clues. The other yeah. clue he feeds him is like, oh, and then you took all my murder board stuff out of my my all my evidence out of my home. Mm-hmm. And FP's like, Yep. Sure <laughs> <group."> <laughs> yeah, but there's like such a
1: dramatic pause. And like a zoom in on FP's like like he's kind of sitting with like his 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 hands on his face, like, covering his nose and mouth, looking down. It's, like, a zoom-in shot of, like, his hands and mouth. And he, like, pauses, and he's, like, yeah, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, okay, so he definitely didn't do that.
0: Yeah, which also, like, another thing for police investigations, if they're unsure that the guy actually did it, they'll throw in some fake clues to see if they confess to those, too. To be, like, oh, and you were wearing, you know, uh 12 inch red boots from the go-go dancer right and he'd be like yes and they're like wrong actually but
1: no no, not in this case sheriff keller's not a very good police officer (laughs) he
0: sucks at his job
1: he's pretty bad
0: he can wear the hell out of that uniform though no one has ever looked more natural in a police uniform
1: yeah, this this actor can pull it off. I guess he
0: was he was born <laughs> to be a cop on TV. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, he he admits to stealing the files. He says he dumps the body after they dragged it. Uh, he says he torched yeah, the getaway car after they car. dragged
0: like Sweetwater River. He jumped. He dumped it in yeah. the river after that.
1: Yeah. So you know he's he's he knows what happened um, because he's got
0: a good timeline here. You know, yeah, it matches up
1: it's it's a fairly convincing lie for a bad cop uh (laughs) officer keller was better at interrogating he would find some holes in this
0: story if he wasn't like just like looking for somebody to arrest for this you know yeah uh yeah and the other thing like you you said he does fp confesses that he torched uh jason's car to which, um, the location where the jacket was, uh, that sign that they were next to, was the sign where Jason's car was, like, parked by, like, the getaway oh, car. Oh, okay. So, it is, like, a familiar location, even though we only saw the sign, like, once. <laughs> but, you know. I thought it looked
1: familiar, but I wasn't sure if that was where the car was. And I was like, it's kind of weird for it to be in the same spot, because wouldn't this still, like, be a place where the police have a heavy presence?
0: Or have it, like, taped off or something, you know. But, uh, or no, like, they like, a-
1: i'm gonna go like back to that sign maybe something else is going on there i'm gonna <laughs> keep an been... <laughs> officer nearby that location because it's a like the area where like the local gang like put stuff
0: yeah no they, <laughs> they've been winning their their state's uh most incompetent police force for like 10 years in a row now and they're not like... about to let that record slide so <laughs> not by doing good police work anyway <laughs> um if something accidentally drops in their lap that's a different story yeah <laughs> but yeah we get this like crazy confession and he's like so calm the whole time he's saying it too like he's
2: yeah
0: you can tell he's like and the, the ones where it's like stuff that he didn't actually do that he's like thinking about he's like uh did i destroy all his files from his home he like thinks about it for a little bit and he's like yes <laughs> twas i Um yeah, I did that. Uh yeah. Um yeah, and then and then yeah we find out later. Do we want to cover like the true confession? Like what really happened now?
1: I think the important thing to talk about next in my mind is how fucking weird Hal is being.
2: yeah um, because
1: especially because we were just talking about how fp lied about stealing the police evidence mm -hmm. and you know fp also didn't do that and now hal is like yeah i'm destroying this evidence in case it comes back to haunt me specifically yeah and it's like well
0: and alice is even like well why why did fp maybe betty said it one of them says like why did fp just confess to stealing that evidence if you have it. And he goes, I don't know, because I'm the one who did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was just, really that made me laugh so hard, because it was just, he said it like he was, like, about to, like, discipline his son for, like, you know, it's, it's like, well, I know you didn't brush your teeth, because you're, <laughs> you know, the John Mulaney sketch, like, your toothbrush is bone dry. So, <laughs> <laughs> explain that, mister um yeah just not it's
2: just
1: like extremely obvious (laughs) that like oh he's up to something yeah like this isn't solved
0: and Uh, then he just is like how did you feel about like the the incest plot confession because to me that (laughs) seems like okay put aside the incest plot for a second but him being like oh i'm destroying those files and I stole them in the first place cuz I was worried it would come out about us. To me that seemed really weak.
1: Oh yeah, that's super weak. It it, Especially, it is it's, it's
0: it's it's like Betty and Polly's great-grandfather. Mhm. So, you know, not to side on the with the blossoms here, but they are pretty far removed relatives. I still don't think it's far enough removed for them to conceive a child together that seems a little weird to me but also they're from the same town they're going to the same high school you know Polly and jason didn't know this yeah so you know it's, I don't, it's, if, if you change it's not, your name and decide think, not to associate with family members anymore you should probably also move towns so that they don't accidentally like, intermingle
1: you know let your family know yeah <laughs> be, like like before like be like hey just so you know like we're distantly related to the Blossom family.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> you, know, you know, something easy, some, something casual before your your teenage daughter gets pregnant by her like third cousin or whatever.
1: Yeah, I yeah. His his argument that he stole those files because he was worried that Sheriff Keller would suspect them because they have a rivalry with the Blossom family because they're secret related with them
2: yeah
1: it's like that doesn't make any sense as to why any of that would be uncovered and
2: yeah. then
1: it just kind of is like oh and i wanted Polly to get an abortion because she was having an <laughs> incest kid and it's like well that makes more sense kind of
0: yeah <laughs> and they just drop the file plot so quickly it's like yes, the file plot me. and the incest plot are like connected literally, but just by how saying they're connected. Yeah. And then, and then everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It, it's like, he just drops another bomb to like cover up him being weird. Um,
0: also there's I'm a so, really, but like small towns, right? Like Sheriff mm-hmm. Keller, he's probably 10 years older than most of the parents, you know? Yeah. Literally everybody here has been here for generations Mm-hmm. the whole town knows right like the whole yeah, t- everyone would know because like small towns gossip like you know somebody's grandma's like well i don't know if you've heard but their family did blah blah you know like somebody's gossiping about this oh yeah like because it's not like it's like
1: 300 years ago no it's it's, it's, it's betty's <laughs> great grandma or great grandpa yeah like that's not that far <laughs>
0: Yeah, and this I think we calculated this at one point. I think it would have been in like the 70s that this happened, right. or no, it would have been in the 50s.
1: Um, one of those. I, I don't remember, but it's like it's not that
0: long ago. Yeah.
1: It it's, it's <laughs> in living memory.
0: In yeah. Yeah, like Nana Blossom <laughs> is still alive. That would have been like her dad. Yeah. Yeah. So her it's, dad it, and his brother. <laughs> yeah.
1: It just makes no sense. Um, yeah. and yeah it's to me it's just like super obvious uh that it's like "Mm, something's going on with hal like he's involved somehow
0: he's so suspicious also how did he get in the house because i thought that alice like changed the locks you know he just like
1: appears
0: (laughs) she like kicked him out and was like and i'm changing the locks you're not welcome back and now he's just like rooting around in the basement like a i don't know like a possum or something like he just got in there
1: <laughs> and there's there's such a funny scene too. Um, I, there's there's a lot of funny scenes in this this kind of scene, this reveal where I would say first, um, Alice with her little revolver.
0: <laughs> honestly first time i've really really liked alice was when she like held she like held the pistol up like she was like one of charlie's angels and was like yeah. don't worry buddy i got this
1: <laughs> get behind me get ready to call nine one one. one
0: yeah <laughs> like kind of a badass moment for her i kind of yeah. I, I feel like alice used to be cool you know
1: oh definitely um so that was, that was a cool scene. And then there's a really good shot of, like, after the big reveal that they're related to the Blossoms. Uh, Betty going, I'm a Blossom? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like,
1: no, Betty, you're a Cooper. You're just related to them.
2: <laughs> oh, Betty, you're slow. <laughs> 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 um,
1: but, yeah, it's, it's also really funny how they all charge off together. Because I don't understand how this changes anything. About Polly's current situation. And then when they get well, to the Blossom Mansion. What was
0: making me laugh was like, they're like, well, the Blossoms are obviously going to murder her so that the incest yep. babies aren't born, because that's what we would do. It's
1: gonna... <laughs> 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 <It's> like... <laughs> like, we got to get over there so we can stop this in a way that Polly doesn't die.
0: <laughs> yeah, just, you know, obviously they'll kill her. Yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah, And then they get there. And the Blossoms are like, yeah, we know they're incest babies. We don't care. And it's just like (laughs) such a stark contrast. It's
0: so funny. It's so funny. Like uh, Penelope is even like, um, these is what she says. She's like, these babies are even more Blossom than anyone else or something like that. How could you be more Blossom than that? Yeah. (laughs) and and everyone just is like silent while they look at her and you're like
1: "Mm." yeah (laughs) everyone (laughs) shares like a grossed outlook
2: yeah
0: and
1: then um clifford is like like don't 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 have such middle class uh mindset or something he's like they would only be like third cousins
0: (laughs) you can see him like calculating it too because he like looks at penelope and he's like like Third, does that sound right? Third cousins? I forget mm-hmm. how these things go. <laughs> like, and
1: and it is like you know that is like very much a cultural thing depending on where you're at. Like in the U. S. marrying your third cousin is legal in some states, and I think not in most
0: states actually.
1: But is it second cousin that's illegal in, second in some
0: Second cousin, first cousin is definitely illegal. First second illegal. second cousin is illegal in most states, I think. Third cousin? I don't I don't I don't know I don't the know. stats, you know.
2: But they but didn't cover of this things. in the rest
0: of development. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give us a state by state list of where, you know. Yeah. But I think
1: a hundred years ago in the US this wouldn't even be like a question. This would just be like, oh all right.
0: Oh and, well, I mean we had a president who was married to his first cousin. Yeah.
1: So like I think, it
0: I don't know. One of the two.
1: One of the two. But but it's a very recent thing and I would say it it varies also depending on like cultures and countries of like if it's normal to marry your cousin so it's it's like yeah it is weird um but they make such a big deal about it that it's just like i mean it's I, th- funny. I
0: feel like what makes the situation less weird is like they didn't know they were cousins and they were yeah. never like raised as family yeah <laughs> you know like they don't They, they have no clue kid. yeah so to, to, yeah. to, Jason and Polly, they were just, like, it was, like, some kid that they went to high school with that they happened to fall in love with, you know? Yeah, she she got, she's
1: having, like, the star quarterback's kids, like, that's,
0: you know? That's
1: yeah, and, like, she was, like, the that. head
0: cheerleader, so, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they were, like, the little, they were, <laughs> the like, the...
1: Power couple.
0: Yeah, they were, like, a prom queen and king candidates, you know? Classic. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, this whole scene is just very funny. Um, And also that they just, like, are able to, like, get Polly out of there, like, no problem.
0: Do you remember also, like, when we saw, when Polly went there and we saw Thornhill from a distance and there's, like, this giant stone fence with an iron gate that's locked? Yeah. And then there's, like, a long drive up to the house (laughs) and then, like, presumably the house would be locked also. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like there's there's shit in the way. Like how is it did how just scale that fence and be like, you're not getting my daughter for. The, yeah, in right. babies?
1: It's like implied that they just like drove up and like parked in the circle drive and like just got in. No problem. Middle of the night. Yeah. And it's like, what was preventing you all from getting Polly back earlier? Because there was like a plot line a few episodes ago where Betty was like, we have to get Polly back. Yeah. But it's so hard to get
0: into Thornhill and to get her out of there. Here's what happened. Secret, secret, uh, good plot. Uh, after Mix- Mr. Muggs recovered from his suicide <laughs> attempt, yeah. uh, he he left <laughs> the lodges to go be the gatekeeper for the mm. Blossoms, the only other hyper wealthy family in town.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and uh, when he answered like the, you know, oh, who's at the gate? Betty was like, oh, shit, Mr. Monks? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, oh, I go to school with your daughter. How are you doing? I, I heard things were... She like? I heard you like, tried to
1: kill yourself.
0: <laughs> How are you doing? I'm glad you're back at work. This is great. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to see Cheryl and my sister. Mind uh, letting us through? A late night visit. <laughs> and he's like, hell yeah. All right. Yeah, you and Ethel seem like you're getting along well glad to hear from you give her a call sometime and just waved her on in
1: just
2: <laughs> her in,
0: <laughs> in oh Betty cooper i know that name you were oh, nice my sweet. Daughter. sweet kid yeah <laughs> there you go that's
1: yeah it, <laughs> that, that would be a much better um, <laughs> i
0: mean it's a stupid plot
1: it's a it's <laughs> stupid but it's at least something because it's like there was a whole like issue of like how are we going to get polly out of there and then it's like, well, it turns out if you just show up at like two in the morning, you can just get her no problem.
0: And and like, Alice didn't even bring her gun. You know, I expected them uh, to come in like Hal's got a shotgun, she's got it, <laughs> she's got the pistol. And they're like, give us our daughter back. You know. Yeah. Cause something. They, they kind of went full redneck there for a second. But.
1: They did. But yeah, they they got Polly. They get out of there. Um. And uh. They never talked to Hal about uh, why he was destroying evidence in his words
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason he's just removed from the list of suspects,
1: yeah, that's that's um, also really funny because we get yeah. that scene later on in front of the murder board where Betty's like, "Well, we know it's not Hal, and it's like, why?
0: Well, because we know why he was acting weird now. It's like, no, man, you know why he said he was acting weird,
1: yeah was <laughs> we just took you know- that things about because. He he cares a lot about incest, is what we know about Hal. <laughs> yeah,
0: has strong opinions on... It
1: weighs heavily on his mind.
0: It's the one thing he votes on when it comes up. <laughs>
1: it's, uh, that's his voting line.
0: <laughs> Whoever's against incest, I'm for them. It's yeah, the, that his funny. only platform. But...
1: I feel like...
0: Do you want to talk about uh, Kevin's oh. turn to, like, evil cop kid?
1: Oh, my God. Please. Let's please talk about Kevin and Joaquin throughout this episode.
0: It's so bad. Also, um, the bus scene when you're, like, Kevin's being super mean to, to Joaquin. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's doing Brokeback Mountain. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, I've never watched it? that. Oh, you got to watch. watch it. Oh, it's heartbreaking. You'll cry so hard.
1: Oh, I don't oh, know nice. if I can right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll I wait mean, a couple of sometimes weeks.
0: Sometimes you need like a good cry. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I've got to be in the mood for it. I'll wait. I'll yeah. I'll keep it in mind
0: for when I need a cry movie. Definitely. To be fair, I've only watched it once, and it was like so potent that it, I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be able to rewatch it. But very good movie. But yeah, there's a scene where I forget the characters' names, but the two the two gay cowboys are like saying goodbye to each other and they're like doing the like never talk to me again i hate you i'm gonna make out with you one last time (laughs) against a wall super hard you know it's like because like there's what they're saying and what their actions and what their feelings are are two different things so i felt like that's what kevin was like meant to channel what he said was super mean though oh yeah i mean he's a bastard you know but I'm trying to
1: find if I wrote down exactly what he said. Um, do you have it? No, all
0: I down. wrote was Joaquin leaves town, but not before telling Kev one last secret.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, But yeah, he said, because so, he was like really, really rude to Joaquin this whole episode. Like He's like, you're a criminal. It's like, bro, you were dating him when you knew he was a serpent. You guys met at a at the drive in theater where you thought he was gonna beat you up for being gay.
2: hmm
0: Like <laughs> you've known this. You've known like everyone has been telling you also like the serpents are into some shady shit. Mm-hmm. Um like maybe Joaquin's not that deep in it, but even if he's just like a petty thief and like stealing cigarettes or whatever, he's still a criminal. Like in the eyes of the law and you're the sheriff's son Ugh, just
1: yeah Just disappointing
0: <laughs> yeah and a little bit surprising too yeah um, although I did kind of like him getting all badass you know and he's like I'm not asking you this question as your boyfriend I'm asking you as the sheriff's son <laughs> But it like, was just so all right, Andy. this <laughs> some Andy Griffiths shit over here. Hell yeah.
1: I mean, I guess. But it's like, you want him to be, like, his own character, right? And I feel like, instead of, like, being Kevin, he just was like, okay, and now I'm my dad. And it's yeah. like, it just was like, oh, okay. So, like, when it comes down to it, like, you don't have your own values or morals. You are just... Like, you're not rebelling against your dad. You just are your dad and you're investigating this because, like, you think that that's how your dad would do it. Versus, yeah. like, every other, like, teen character in the show is, like, rebelling against their parents by actively doing something. Their parents are, like, saying, like, no, don't get involved. Don't do this. And Kevin's like, I'm the sheriff's son. Tell me <laughs> everything you know. <laughs> it's It's um
2: okay
0: (laughs) and and like i could see on a better show i could see where that is like written intentionally because you have a teen character who's like still figuring themselves out so they're trying to figure out like yeah you know like oh because i mean kevin it doesn't seem like he has another parent in the picture so Mm -hmm. you know you would lean on like okay well the person that is my role model is my dad so maybe in a situation where i don't know what to do I'll act how my dad would act, you know, I could see, yeah, I could see that, that being intentionally written, but this isn't that type of show. <laughs> um,
1: I do like that read of it, but I think if you're, like, going along with that, I wouldn't write his lines, like, I wouldn't give him this level of confidence, right, yeah. like, I would have him, like, sitting in a, like, chair, just, like, losing it, because it's, like, oh, this person I really care about, maybe is, like, well, killing people, and, and, and have him see, be, like,
0: have him, like, losing it in the chair and then also, like, getting angry and trying to be, like, the good cop or whatever, like, what he thinks yeah. his dad would do.
1: Or feeling resigned. But then just being
0: to too it. over the top with it. Yeah, or resign to it. or Where it's or like, if you whatever. don't
1: tell me, like, I gotta tell my dad, Like I, like, please, like, tell me that you're not involved. Like, something, like, emotional to demonstrate the depth of their relationship instead of just, like, I'm gonna sell you out, you little freak. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Since he's been sure he exactly Kevin? that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like he just turned into like such a like little rat and it's like, dude, you've been like, like what? I thought you were cool. Like you go to Sweetwater River and make out with random people and like cook up. I thought with, he like, was
0: cool.
1: Well, I thought he was supposed to be cool. No. <laughs> season
0: one, Kevin. He's season one. Kevin is supposed to be like the loser hanger on of the friend group. I feel like. <laughs> You know what he's I mean? Like the teacher's like, pet. Yeah, like nobody really likes him. He's trying way too hard for everyone to like him, mm-hmm. which makes them not like him more. <laughs> and then also like, I don't like he doesn't like he's he's like either too over the top or he's uninvolved. Yeah. He's like he's like that kid. So I feel like that's what they're going for with his character here. I will say later seasons Kevin. And to be fair, I love Kevin all the time, but later seasons Kevin, you get a lot more like actual character from
1: him I'm looking forward to that
0: there's a there's a few really good episodes with him um but yeah can we talk about Joaquin's hair in this episode <laughs> really quickly to be shallow um sure, sure. what did, what did you like, have to say yeah um so obviously like the actor's growing his hair out looking mm-hmm. good I think he looks great with the long hair um it's looked much better in other episodes Yeah. Uh, I think maybe they just didn't use enough product or something this episode, and I feel like also <laughs> he might have like naturally like he might have a bit of wave or curl to it naturally because it looked like they straightened the hell out of it, like the scene where they like break into the motel, yeah, like and you see it from the back, it just looks like they just put way too much heat on it and it was not and it looks like it's like dyed super heavily too to make it like that dark black. Somebody fucked him up. Yeah, somebody somebody must know. He's been looking <laughs> good. This yeah. episode his hair was not a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, maybe his stylist was out and they gave him to someone who hadn't done his hair before. But it it was just like not full it was like they got him most of the way there and then it yeah. just like they couldn't get like the from last. From the
0: front first. yeah, from the front looked really good.
1: Yeah.
0: I think also now that I'm thinking about it, because he's like kinda off the show for a little while, it looks like. Like he might, it looks like he's not going to be back for season two. Um, so maybe he preemptively got a haircut and it's like uh, long enough that he can brush it back in the front to make it look long. And they had to put like extensions or something in the back. That so could it looked be. kind of weird, you know, some yeah. theories, but yeah, the hair looked different this episode, which I wanted to comment on because his hair looked pretty good the rest of, se- the, rest of the season. It truly
1: did. It's you know, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes you get screwed on your last episode.
0: It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Fortunately, Joaquin will be back with this actor. Um, I don't know if he's back in season two, but he is back eventually. That is and good news. Just I, as I cool as ever, you know.
1: I enjoyed. This was like the most speaking lines I think he's had, and I I enjoyed his performance. I thought he did a good job.
0: Um, I agree. I think this actor, he has, like, a really, like, he's really good at doing, like, the intense looks mm-hmm. where, like, when he's, like, confessing things, especially, like, when he confesses to Kevin, like, he comes back off the bus and he's like, there's one last thing I have to tell you. Yeah. He has this, like, such an earnest look on his face that it's like, this is true. I'm not even mm-hmm. doubting it, you know. It was very good.
1: Yeah, I, I like his his facial expressions a lot. He's, I, I find him to be one of the, the better, better than the main cast.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah, like I would, I would watch him if you know. I don't know what movies he's done or anything. Joaquin spinoff. Um, he was on Supernatural. I know that. Ooh. He he did an episode <laughs> of Supernatural. Um, um. What else should we t- should we talk about? We should talk about
1: uh Jughead and FP.
0: I I wanted to talk about the My Name Is Earl motel.
1: Oh my God! Yes. oh my god okay there's a comment that veronica makes when they get there she's such an asshole they get there and she's like oh looks like life of crime doesn't pay yeah it's like shut up veronica your dad is in jail for crime (laughs) you know life of crime pays
0: yeah i literally how is everyone in her life not being like uh every time like every time she makes a comment like this how does someone not turn around and be like Hey, isn't your dad in jail for embezzling funds from fucking yeah. everyone? Like,
1: are you fucking rich? Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> hey, don't you have a fucking Hermes bag or whatever? And, and
1: like, why is everyone else just like coolest hair, like shitting on poor people? Like, what is like? Like what, Jughead is
0: right there. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, no, he's not in scene.
1: Like, oh, Jughead, Jughead doesn't see this. But
0: <laughs> if he was there, Archie would have been like, Jughead is right there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and like it, it's Rick. like it, I don't know. It's not like Archie's like rich. Like he's he's doing yeah. fine. His family seems fine, but it's like
0: like they're having money problems. Um, you know. I don't, it's just such a like like people live in motels. And even if they were all rich, it's just to? like a shitty thing to say, you know. Yeah. Also, also like, like who knows? Wants that? Yeah, and like maybe maybe Mustang has like a home somewhere, but he like decided to hide out in the hotel. Like we don't know his situation. Exactly. And we can't ask him because the dude OD'd. So he's fucking
1: allegedly. Dead. <laughs> allegedly. I, yeah,
0: allegedly. It seemed
1: OD'd. like someone killed him.
0: <laughs> I mean, they had to, afraid. Like. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, can we? Okay, what killed me? The, <laughs> uh, the okay, the motel room setup.
2: Uh-huh.
0: There's bottles everywhere. Everywhere. However. The bottles on the coffee table are like the alcohol bottles, not drinking alcohol, rubbing alcohol.
1: It's to sterilize the needle.
0: Okay. okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I was just <laughs> like, this guy's doing fucking wound care in here, what? <laughs> like, he's got a temporary hospital set up in this hotel room. <laughs> like, okay, that makes more sense, because I was like the fuck is the Okay, sterilization. And now I'm here. Yeah. I clearly have not been <laughs> watching the right the right TV. But
1: uh Yeah, this guy, he may be addicted to like injecting drugs, but you know, he's safe about it.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know,
0: Riverdale may promote drug use, but they don't promote unsafe needle use. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um But, yeah, also, Mustang is the guy that Archie got in a fight with at uh, the White Worm, the Serpent's Bar.
1: That's right. He's an older gentleman.
0: Yeah, who who Archie was like, how do you like to beat up teenagers? And the guy's like, like, I love it. kids. Come here, dude, I love love beating up teenagers. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's like a month off of, like, beating up Jason Blossom, and he's like, I'll beat you up.
0: Yeah, I haven't had a fresh one in a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. Um can also can we talk about the white worm's name? Cause
1: mm, the white worm.
0: It's spelled W H Y T E W Y R M. Mm-hmm. To me uh it screams den of KKK people. Just the spelling alone, mm. you know white worm and that spelling and the worm spelled like that is like a viking reference i'm just getting all kinds of bad vibes basically yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like it might be like less of a gang and more of a white supremacist hate group um everybody
1: knows the white worm basement is off limits
0: yeah why? somebody
1: says that at some point yeah. I, I don't yeah, remember says that again <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody knows the white word basement is, is off limits. It's like, We're just finding this out for the first time. Why didn't time.
1: you establish that in the episode where they went there? Why are you yeah. telling me that? Nah.
0: Literally just have a guy be like, hey, you can't go in there.
1: You can't go down here.
0: The basement's yeah. off limits.
2: And
1: that's how they start the fight, right? Instead of Archie walking in being a fucking stupid ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this? I mean, we know the, the writing situation behind the episodes of the show and how they're all written in, like, chunks, right? Yeah, but like it makes the show so much worse because if you have this plot like ironed out and you have multiple writers working on this thing throughout production you can you can see that in, in the next to last episode you're gonna have Joaquin drop this info and then you can go maybe we can establish that somewhere else yeah. so that when we reference it it's not a ref- it's not new information it's just hey remember that oh here's you know, that's how you drop a clue in
2: to a yeah.
0: story. Literally, the stuff we're band-aiding together is stuff that should have been talked about in, like, the workshopping for <laughs> the episodes in general. You know what I mean? It's, like, this is yeah. so basic. It's Drop I'm a sure clue. Yeah. I'm sure there's stuff we're not, like, picking to death because everything else is worse that could, you know, <laughs> that could be picked apart. Um, but, like, you know, it's, like... You know, you can't see the forest for the trees and there's just all these trees are full of plot holes. So, <laughs> so I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's um sorry, you go ahead.
1: It's not even it's not even like a plot hole, right? It's just a like frustration where it's like, Oh man, like you, we have this payoff. Of, like, learning that the white worm, like, learning more about it and, like, oh, that this all happened there and that, oh, you you can't go down to the basement and then, like, like the, it's just, like, why not set that up a little earlier and make it, yeah. like, because they've dropped so many, like, clues that are, like, big red herrings or, like, the whole plot with Archie's music teacher that was just fucking not connected to anything at all. Yeah. And it's, like, what? Why not? Why did we have that? Why? What's the? What was the point of all that?
0: Archie's mom coming in for two episodes for no reason at all.
1: No, the reason she came in was to have this single scene with with Archie and Judgment. Like, like that's her Which, payoff, right?
0: Also, but, like, what they could have done is just have her come down to be FP's lawyer. Like, FP gets arrested, she gets the call. Maybe, maybe Fred calls her and he's like, Hey, FP's an old friend. Will you do me this one last favor before we get divorced? And she comes in for that reason. You know what I mean? Like, just tie it together better,
1: you know? If you need to have, like, some characterization of Archie, right? Because he's, like, going to be the main character, kind of. Like, maybe you have an episode where Archie goes to Chicago and spends the weekend with his mom.
0: They don't have the budget for
1: that. They barely have the budget for (laughs) outdoor sets. (laughs) He stays in her apartment the
2: entire time.
0: (laughs) They don't have a budget for another apartment, is what I'm saying. They spent their, <laughs> they blew it all on the street 100%. where Archie and, and Betty's uh, houses are, in yeah. Thornhill, which, you know, fair. That's yeah, gotta have. It's good know, money. they spent good money on Thornhill.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's a show, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> else. which is wild too, because I uh, I started to watching um i forgot the name of the show um the x files
2: -Files.
0: um because this uh the podcast i used to listen to the supernatural one monster of the week mm -hmm. now that they're finished with supernatural and they're finished with their merlin podcast they're doing x files and i never really sat down and watched the x files so i was like i'll jump in i'll I'll do that yeah Um, which let me find the name of it so i can shout out the the podcast because they're very good it's called non-human biologics and x-files podcast they're also on spotify check them out very funny um but yeah like the x-files didn't have a very big budget at all but they were still able to do more with it than we're getting with riverdale (laughs) like there was like actual scenery like they go to places (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah it wasn't I feel like there's a lot of money being spent on like clothing and lighting and mm-hmm. sets and not on like, I want some on location stuff. I want them like, you know,
1: if they're, an, if they're spend out, money on your writers. Yeah. Don't, don't hire writers for three episodes and then offload them and then hire a new team of writers and then fire them and then hire another team. I like,
0: don't think that's what's happening. Like this group was hired for the whole season. It's just that like, They only write two episodes each. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, you know. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. If it makes you feel any better, they did a similar thing with Supernatural, and that's the same network. So it might just be how the CW runs things, which would explain why all their shows are trash and they're bankrupt now.
1: I mean, yeah, it does explain the trash shows. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But, you know, no offense to any CW show enjoyers. Um, but also get better taste. Big
1: offense to the soup heads out there. Talking to you, Supernatural fans.
0: Wow. <laughs> Flipping you off both fingers. Well, you're a
1: CW show enjoyer. So you're, you're roasting yourself with that.
0: That's true. <laughs> but also I watch things with that are better, you know what I mean? So I, I have a good I mix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can just rest each other for each other's show choices online and We can get through this episode. These are the name,
1: name one show that I've seen. Um
0: yeah, I can't I can't. i, I only know the shows that I've introduced you to. Um anime boy though. Wait, what's that one? It's um uh There's the guy whose name is Sasuke. Mm-hmm. Naruto.
1: Yes, that's it.
0: Yeah. objectively a good show (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it Uh, I've seen parts of it
1: well were you watching like the old one or like the original cartoon where Naruto is like a child I don't know were you watching Shippuden where they're like teenagers
0: oh no I was watching the child one I watched it from like the start
1: Oh yeah, there's, there's the earlier episodes. <laughs> you got to if you really want to get into the show and you want to kind of skip over like I don't know, like 150 hours of like bullshit that doesn't really matter. You basically skip like 300 episodes and you can just start when Shippuden starts cuz that's when the plot actually starts getting good. Uh but even if you watch Shippuden, you should still skip like the filler cuz there's i I mean people are gonna get mad at me maybe but i skipped all the filler so
0: i mean i feel like you could say the same thing about supernatural it's like there's certain episodes that you kind of like need to watch to understand and then the rest is like just extra so that makes sense to me yeah but it's a good show i will not be checking it out (laughs) i i'm sorry that's Um, fine
1: i'm not gonna watch supernatural
0: that's all, yeah, I, I support that fully. I don't think anyone, I've I watched all 15 seasons, some of them multiple <laughs> times, and I I would not recommend to anyone to watch Supernatural. Um, although a friend of mine just started watching and uh, just got to season four where Cass comes out, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, enjoying reliving it through uh, through her. But at the same time, I'm like, this is a dark time in your life, dude, to be starting Supernatural. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Sometimes you just need that rock though. Just something you can count on. And sometimes it's bad TV.
0: It's true, you know?
1: There's nothing wrong with that. that. You know?
0: This is like the modern soap opera. It's CW shows.
1: <laughs> oh God. I hope
0: so. Watching my soaps.
1: <laughs> um, is there anything interesting? else to talk about in this episode i uh
0: I think you had mentioned you wanted to talk a little bit about um Jughead and his dad
1: oh yeah um I thought the scene um where Jughead goes to like visit him in prison was really good
2: yeah I like, agree
1: like if, if there's any like outstanding acting uh they had some some good chemistry I would say in the scene and like Fp tremendous actor as always. Mm-hmm. Well, well, sorry, Skeet Ulrich tremendous actor as always. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought they had a like we had some good acting from Cole Sprouse this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really good acting actually, and um, yeah, I felt like this is the type of like serious drama stuff that he should have been doing this whole time, you know.
1: Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he does so much better when they give him something that is, like, real.
0: Yeah. Because I, I feel like he's kind of meant to be the joke character, but he's just, like, not joke character, but, like, he's, like, meant to be, like, the joking character. Like, yeah, he's
1: supposed to be, like, the funny guy.
0: So. Yeah. Um, but it's never really that funny. And you can tell that, like, Cole Sprouse also doesn't think it's very funny just from his line delivery. Mm-hmm. Um yeah like the serious stuff was good and i will say um there's a there's a later season where he gets some like actual funny stuff to do very solid comedy chops as well which i was surprised by so when he gets like actual comedy and when he gets actual drama super well when it's this in-between shit that they've been given him
1: yeah
0: it's just you know it's nothing <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I I do agree with that. I can't speak for the later episodes, but I I it makes me question like my criticisms of some of the like acting from like actor. I wouldn't actor worry about, about that because I but, think um,
0: that the acting is bad. Um, it is, but the but writing I think, is also bad.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't help, right? And I'm, yeah. I I can't imagine that the direction is very good either because they want something very specific and I think from how the show has turned out that what they're asking for a lot of times doesn't make sense to me um so I don't know it was it was it was really good and I guess to to go back a bit on on Jughead um the scene in in like the beginning of this where he's in the phone booth like calling his mom and basically like he didn't tell her what happened, but he's like, "Yeah, I was gonna come and crash on the couch," and and his reaction, like you don't even hear his mom say no, but like just the way that he responds to that is great. Like, yeah. it, it's it's a powerful scene.
0: Also, a uh, callback to the Colin Farrell movie phone booth. Do think it's a
2: reference? Oh no, no, probably
0: not. <laughs> but <laughs> to me. Anytime I see someone acting dramatically in a phone booth, that's also, all I can think about.
1: Why is he in a phone booth? Doesn't he have a phone? Does he not have
0: a phone? Like yeah, this are- is going to get increasingly complicated, <laughs> and the less you think about it, the better off you're going to be. Um, <laughs> uh, it gets to a point where they're googling like phone numbers for businesses on their MacBooks, and then using like a wall telephone with a rotary. <laughs> to To call the place
1: that's really funny <laughs> um,
0: or alternatively using like an old yellow phone book to call on their iPhone
1: I mean both of those circumstances I would say like in 2010 wouldn't be that weird like if you have a rotary dial phone in like the early 2000s
0: I mean who like, had just, this the show came out in 2014 though Yeah. Okay, who okay, even I mean, had a landline true. in 2014
1: I mean not a lot of people but some people did
0: yeah
1: a few okay there's there's like a few lingering ones and i feel like yeah i feel
0: like that was about the time that a lot of people switched over so there were yeah i think you're right so like like we
1: our family had a landline for a long time it wasn't wired and it wasn't like like it was a modern phone but we had like a home phone number yeah until when I I think
0: it was around this time, actually, it should have been, yeah.
1: Because by that time, we all had cell phones. And then I think a couple years after that, like, we were just like, oh, like, we should just get rid of this. Like, why why are we paying (laughs) for this? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Although I will say for a super long time, um, like the only phone numbers I had memorized were like our home phone number and then like Mm -hmm. my best friend's house home phone number. Which I no longer have memorized. It's been too long since they, they got rid of their landline. I haven't called it in like you know, 10, 12 years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah, it was like landline phones. That's what you remembered back in the day. Now we sound old now. Oh, back in, back in my day, we all, we all had to memorize <laughs> our friends' phone numbers if we wanted to give them a ring and let them know we were coming over on a bicycle. I don't even <laughs> think
1: i can't remember having a, a friend's number memorized i knew our our home phone to give that out but i can't remember using it to ever call someone really i remember calling to order a pizza
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: other than that uh see i used to call uh all the time like the mm-hmm. girls and i'd call and we chat for hours, and then mom would like come knock on the door and be like, "I need the phone." <laughs> so, because <laughs> um, it's yeah. like you know, it's just like a different, different thing, different time, different time completely, too.
1: But I, I I just thought this was very funny that like he's using a phone booth to call. It it is a good set for him to have this emotional scene in, I guess. Oh
0: yeah. But let yeah. me let me send you a picture of uh. Colin Farrell okay <laughs> this is a really good movie also you might like it um like it's it's kind of cool because like all the action takes place um inside like he's in the phone booth and everything happens around it so it's very it's one of those movies that's filmed like a uh like a play mm.
2: yeah
1: that's a phone booth, sorry um, I don't know. I think the only other Jughead FP scene to kind of get back on track. We're we're, yeah. we're lollygagging. We're I'm distracting
0: you with stuff. Colin Farrell movies. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but the only other thing to discuss maybe Is it, sl-
0: go on. Get that scene. Go on.
1: Yeah, the very end where he's he's like.
0: Go! I don't want you here. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. <laughs> Yeah. literally like every every movie with like a 12 year old boy and a dog it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> get, go get out of here go,
1: go. like That's
0: throwing rocks at the dog yeah. why, was, why was every movie about dogs like the saddest thing in the world um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> especially
1: with Jughead earlier being like "Oh, go sleep in the garage
0: <laughs> uh, it's just like uh, a
1: sad uh, puppy yeah
0: Oh, man. Jughead's the dog this episode. Yeah. Where's Vegas? Vegas hasn't been around.
1: (laughs) I'm getting worried about him.
0: (laughs) They hired that dog actor for one episode. (laughs) And we're like, now we have established that Archie has a dog, and we never need to see the dog again. Like, we don't even see him put, like, kibble out or something, which would indicate there's dog around, even without having a dog actor on set. (laughs) But...
1: Yeah, hopefully he makes a reappearance. Um.
0: Oh, he does.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, he does. I, I, not to spoil oh. anything, but Vegas has an incredible and. He
1: gets it, powers, doesn't he? Oh, he gets some superpowers. <laughs> I <remember you> <laughs> Vegas about. comes back with a bang. <laughs> oh man. Um, it's
0: and then I think. One of the best returns for an animal character you could imagine.
1: I kind of wanted to talk about the the live leak video that they watched.
0: <laughs> God, it literally is just that.
1: They just watch somebody die.
0: I mean, to be fair, up. like you could just see that shit online at this point. Like, yeah, like there were like beheadings and self-emulations and shit just all over the internet back in the day, you know? Yeah, I
1: don't, I, it's kind of maybe this was like. They hadn't been on live leak before hadn't been watching that kind of stuff so it's their first exposure to it um
0: yeah. they're not know. close enough friends with ethel to because <laughs> 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 you know she's on the dark web she's on she's watching her oh, Leak yeah. shit. a
1: dark poetry she was reciting
0: <laughs> i don't even know what was it's
1: like she, she wrote the poem i don't remember the poem the
0: last line if it was like i i need to be back in daddy's arms (laughs) something
1: like that just just some weird shit
0: and everyone thought it was cringe
1: yeah (laughs) um
0: yeah they just sit down and watch that yep yep also you know once again sheriff keller if you're if you're arrested for fucking with evidence you gotta arrest your son and the rest of the scooby gang because they're all, they're touched everywhere on that Letterman jacket. Archie put it on. I don't, That's the
1: thing is, I don't think anybody's getting arrested for just messing with a police investigation or presenting evidence. Like
0: Only if they don't like you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're, I know you, I know your family, you're good.
0: <laughs> oh, that's police literally my son, passed. I'm not arresting him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they see the video. Um, I don't know. What did What did you think of this this video? <laughs>
0: um, before we see the video and they're just watching the video, this felt like a uh audition tape with like <laughs> six people in it. Um, because yeah. we're just getting face journeys from everybody. Um, except mm-hmm. for Archie. Archie's stoic. Um.
1: Oh so, yeah, it doesn't bother him.
0: Well, he's more bothered by the fact that his friends might be bothered by murder. So he's got to be the rock. (laughs) He's got to be there. His friends need him, Mom. He's got to be there. (laughs) My friends need me. I've got to stay. What would these people... I'm the fucking Clark Kent of this group, you know? (laughs) I'm the glue. (laughs) I'm the goddamn glue of this friend group. I'm the only stable one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's... Um, it it is some good faces. It's it, it goes Honest, on like a little too
0: long. <laughs> it does. If they had cut it like thirty seconds earlier, I would have been like, "Yeah, this is some good acting." But it just goes on. Uh, yeah, it goes it goes on for quite a bit. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, it's I to, had to wave the cat off of my bookshelf so I wouldn't knock down all my valuables and make a huge clattering noise that I can't edit out yeah. um, so that's what y'all missed that's why we're laughing <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then we get the uh the video from the white worm which yes. was somehow shot from like four angles
1: (laughs) yeah they've got a crazy security (laughs) camera i don't know how it got those.
0: yeah or they've got like six security cameras set up at just the right (laughs) angle yeah
1: Yeah, they produced this video this they wanted this out there
0: (laughs) yeah this is definitely where they film like unclassy porn
1: Um, (laughs) oh god (laughs) basement of the bar but it's just odd um you know, cause like, so we get to reveal that like, okay, FP was not the one who pulled the trigger, and it's Clifford Blossom.
0: Yeah, like FP, um, got him a stolen car, got him drugs, decided yeah. to kidnap him for a ransom, let Mustang beat him up, mm-hmm. and then
2: and then it was like,
0: I guess he just left him, like unguarded down there.
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure. Um,
0: Maybe Clifford Blossom just rocks it breaking into places. I don't know.
1: But but it's also like, uh, if he if he has him down there tied, like it just doesn't make any sense as to like what Clifford's motivation would be for killing his son.
0: He wanted that ring back, dang it! He took that. He took the engagement ring. Even,
1: but even then, that's like super far, right? And then the fact that, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, OK, and then i a little suspicious. It's like, OK. <laughs>
0: I mean, what I'm putting together is the maple syrup business isn't doing so well. So yeah. Clifford started running drugs on the side.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then when he's like preparing what's his face, Jason, to he's like, OK, you ready to take over the business because you're about to start doing some really illegal shit. Mm-hmm. And then Jason's like, No, I'm a good Christian boy. I wouldn't <laughs> I would never. Um and uh he got mad about that. And then Jason dropped the news that he's like, Oh yeah, I've got a girlfriend who I got pregnant and I want to marry her. And he was like, Who is this wench? And <laughs> he's like, It's it's Polly Cooper. And he's like, A Cooper? We hate the Coopers. It's not like the incest he was mad about. It's that she's she's a Cooper. Maybe. I don't know. And then he's also like pissed off about the drug thing. And then he's like, it'll all blow over and you'll decide to work for me because that's a family business and it's going to be like a whole Godfather situation. Um, (laughs) And then then he found out Jason was trying to run away. And he's like, no, fuck this kid. And you're not getting married either because I'm going to kill you and your bride. It's over now. (sighs) I get the final say. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I like your theory. You know, yeah. that's that's a very rich aristocrat murder. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean he fits the type. You know. Yeah. He, all, he can afford all those wigs. So. He kills himself out of guilt. And uh, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like if he's running drugs, it's because the maple business is doing really bad. Because you remember the episode where uh, Archie became Cheryl's bitch um uh, yeah and like all the investors are there because they're like there's something shady going on with the business you know Mm. so so this is also like a fall from grace for him where he's like i've spent the family money and we're we're in the red now (laughs) (laughs) um so he's like a desperate and is like ashamed because like they used to be super wealthy but they're not anymore and then he's got this family shit happening yeah. and also he's probably just a psycho and he, you know instead of just being like a normal guy and being like well i better go talk to the irs and see what i can see <laughs> <do." laughs> make some type of plan, plan on these things go down <laughs> to the bank instead of doing normal guy stuff he's like goes on a murder spree and kills himself and his son you know
2: yeah
1: tragic um uh, yeah, yeah I don't know thing. the foreshadowing of Hiram Lodge also being released I don't understand
0: I'm so excited for Hiram Lodge to get
1: here <laughs> wasn't he supposed to be in jail for like years
0: oh yeah he's out baby I can't wait for you to meet Hiram Lodge <laughs> you're gonna love this guy He's he's awesome He's, like, okay. one of the worst characters, but he's so much fun. And the actor is really good, and he's, like, very dedicated to, like, wow. he he's all in every single scene. Just, like, balls to the wall crazy for every <laughs> single scene. It's so good. Yeah,
1: that sounds like fun. That should oh, yeah. be good.
0: Yeah. Everything heats up when Hiram gets gets back in the series, which is awesome because he's, like, been, like, a shadow figure in the series this whole time, you know? Yeah. He's been, like, the
1: mysterious, like, like power guy. Yeah.
0: Know. Which I feel like they've done a good job building up because I'm, like, I mean, I've seen him in many seasons, you know. But um, I'm so excited to see him again for the first time, you know. Yeah. Like, they, they, like, really built it up and we're, like, like, I'm, like, yeah, what is this guy doing? What is he about? How did you feel about Archie's mom just like disappearing at the end of this episode? Like, yep, I'm fucking off to Chicago. See you later. Oh no, but there's been a murder.
1: Whoopsie. <laughs> um, I was fine with it. She wasn't really a character <laughs> anyway. She was only here for a couple episodes.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly.
1: Like, I was confused why they brought her in, and then I was like, oh, I guess like this is why they brought her in to like be the lawyer that gives them advice.
0: I mean, couldn't Kevin have like stolen some files from his dad or some shit? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. uh, But
1: but it was like, okay, I guess that was the point of her being here. So, uh, sure, I guess you can go back. I didn't really care. Yeah. I
0: I did think it was kind of funny though that like she and it's it's funny because like Archie KJ Appa is obviously like 28 years old. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is a grown man, and he's like a big dude, you know yeah. he's like tall and broad shouldered, and both his parents are like shorter um like Fred Andrews is significantly shorter and more like he's just a narrow built dude, he's like a tiny guy mm-hmm. um so it's funny seeing these guys like they're both like yes fifteen year old son, whatever you decide, and he's like towering over
1: up- he's <laughs> <laughs> like a fully grown man just like like bul- bulging muscles like, like, like it's like
0: literally a linebacker like <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, all right um muscular son you got there
0: <laughs> which because like visually it's like well yeah you would want him to make his own choice because he's like 18 19 you know yeah, it's, it's he like
1: just looks like a grown man <laughs> this 25 year
0: old yeah you would want him to yeah <laughs> um Like, he just looks like if he was actually 15, it'd be like, I mean, it's like you want your kid to be able to make their own decisions to an extent, but like you're in a town where two murders just happened. Your son is tied up in these murders and he's like doing all this, like, like I said, like Nancy Drew's Scooby gang shit, Mm -hmm. literally was at the scene of another death earlier today. (laughs) To me, if I'm a parent and and the other parent who's co-parenting with me, lives in another city i'm gonna be like too fucking bad kid you're going with your mom i don't like how close you're getting to all these deaths and stuff you can support your friends from a distance you got a phone <laughs> you you gotta go yeah you're going to chicago here's your here's your train ticket
1: yeah
0: it's uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know visually it makes sense because this is a. This is a full grown man that they're talking to. <laughs> it's it's a little funny sometimes because like stuff that doesn't make sense for the character's ages, you like look at the actors and you're like, well, uh, yeah, uh, OK, yeah, I, I would allow this child to have more responsibility because he looks like he's 30. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have anything else to cover.
1: Um, yeah, I think that's really really should be it for me. Did you want to talk about Cheryl at all? I feel like she had some important stuff that she did, but there was just nothing I, Honestly,
0: it. I feel like you covered it all in the summary because we didn't really get any like not that we often get like internal thoughts from characters, but like, she would do important stuff, and they would spend no time, like, with her about it. So it's, like, yeah, like, the stuff she did was important, but it was also, like, you know, it's, like, you could say it, you could sum it up in a couple of sentences. Like, she slapped yeah. Junkhead. She accused <laughs> <laughs> which I thought she was going to hug him at first. And then she did, like, oh. a full, like, elbow straight, like, like softball arm slap, you know? Like, I don't know. I she looks like... She, before, but see. <laughs> I think I just invented it.
1: <laughs> softball
0: arm slap. Yeah, like she looks like she does sports. Again, um, I'm not going to be able to edit out the background noise. That's my cat on a cat scratcher. My apologies. There's been a couple of episodes that I've, I've edited recently where... There's just going to be background noise sometimes because I'm brand new at this. So get over it, listener. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't I'm like it, stop listening. I'm doing my best out here,
2: okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Genuinely, though, I, I, I do apologize. I do the best I can. Um, there's just some stuff I'm not skilled enough to get yet. And I'm not always going to catch myself to mute myself. I probably could at that time, but I didn't want to. So suffer. Suffer. <laughs> 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 But yeah, so like she like slaps Jughead, she tells her father... Wait, what, um, I do need to find her line, because her, her line was... Oh, God. ...disgusting. Um, I hated how it was written, I hated how it was
1: she spoken. Has, she has the worst lines ever.
0: I Get ready, because when Hiram comes back, Veronica's in a weird weird dad situation off with Cheryl. Um, Why? <laughs> They're children. <laughs> The way you said that was so good, but yeah, um, I don't, you know, it's Hi, like they, whoever, whoever throws the, these lines in there is like, this is for the perverts, and I, yeah. I don't think you need to throw perverts lines. We got any pervert listeners out there? No, don't ask that question. Know. We don't
2: know. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to
0: know the answer to that. I'm the one checking the Tumblr, don't make me suffer through this. Uh, <laughs> <gasps> oh. You haven't you haven't been on AO three and searched Riverdale, okay?
1: No, I wouldn't do that to myself.
0: Well I'm gonna force it to at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's coming. Don't worry, it's coming. Did you find think the lines?
1: Because but... I've got it.
0: Yes, I have it. Um do you, oh, please read it. Because oh, I've read no. I've read too many cursed lines already. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got it. So,
1: so this is when Cheryl interrupts her her family as they're eating, but the the only thing she says is, "You did a bad thing, Daddy," and now everyone knows. Uh, but she has she has a better delivery, you know. Yours um, was
0: pretty good. You you avoided the nastiness that uh, <laughs> was in there, which I, yeah. I recommend. I commend you for that because that's. Uh, she does it in like a sultry voice for some reason. She's just a real
1: sultry voice,
0: um I don't get it, but you know, uh, yeah, to be fair to the actress, that's one hundred percent what she was asked to do,
1: oh, yeah, it's not her fault,
0: you know, and she did a good job she did what exactly what she was asked to do, and she she did a good sultry voice, which i I feel like that would be hard to deliver, um yeah, could you Because...
1: It's a lot of pressure.
0: It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. You gotta nail that,
1: you know. Got the cameras on. You got the lights on. You, you yeah. gotta walk to your spot. You gotta stand there. You gotta say it. It's hard. Yeah. I couldn't do it.
0: No, I'd be cracking up the whole time. There's a reason I'm not an actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real cheesy. up <laughs> <Imagine laughs> that's your line, and you gotta say it like that. Like holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How do you hold it together?
0: Yeah, I think I said, like, our first episode, I was like, these people should be given, like, medals of honor for (laughs) being able to get through these lines without breaking. Um, Yeah, I still stand by that.
1: Well, that Um, really covers episode
0: 12 for me. I think it does. I think it does. We are on our final character discussion uh, for season one. And we're talking Archie Andrews. Mm. There was not really a good... Like the other characters that we did final discussions for kind of each had their own episode. Yeah. There wasn't really one for Archie. This is kind of another Jughead one. So this you know it's the last episode before the finale we hadn't done archie yet so this is archie's episode even though it wasn't very archie centric we had a little bit of archie this episode so hopefully we got some good archie moments oh yeah sprinkle them some, in throughout yeah got some stuff to talk about i would have liked to have i thought it was kind of cool they had like one for each character
2: mm-hmm. and it would have
0: been cool to have this one for archie but we just didn't get that so it's fine um yeah, all these comments are pulled from that r slash Riverdale subreddit. This is kind of in the period between season one and season two. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to send you a couple of quotes here. Um, so the majority of the reactions to Archie's character were very fond of him. Um, and even the even the people who thought he was like a bit dull, which was the most frequent comment. He's a bit dull. Um, <laughs> they are still pretty fond of him. So I'll send you a couple of the quotes here and we can kind of popcorn read these again. I forgot that I put the Colin Farrell image in the chat. A nice little surprise. Oh yeah, always <laughs> nice to see his face. <laughs>
1: um i'll i'll take this first
0: one all
1: right he's very good looking but a smidge dull. he did get more interesting as the season went on i wish they would drop the music thing completely with him it's a waste of time honestly. yeah it, it it was a waste of time
0: yeah um, i mean they also dropped football completely at this point so yeah yeah it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just not keeping the plot together very well here at all um, no
1: he's he is pretty just he's the eye of the story i want to say but he's really not
0: i feel like he's meant to be you know but he's it's hard to
1: i feel like it's just like you're supposed to be archie yeah
0: it's like
1: nothing really happens to him it's just happening around him and he's like kind of neutral good
0: yeah yeah he's definitely got like point of view character energy um and that you can kind of just project your own feelings onto him and then also like um I don't know like they chose a very likable actor for him which I feel like KJ Appa being so like endearing and like p- honestly for the Riverdale cast, pretty good actor, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I feel like that really.
2: I like fills how we qualify now. any
1: comment we give an actor.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or a> Riverdale? <laughs> I mean, I think he's so like season one. He's not the best, but I think we see like some real shining moments from him in season one. And I I think he's one of the better, like, child actors on the show. Obviously, KJ App is... I don't know what age he was here, but he's not an actual child. Um, But, you know, a a child character. He plays a character who is a child. (laughs) Yes. Uh (laughs) Um, Yes, he does. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I feel like his... Act, like his charisma comes through and fills in a lot of the gaps that Archie's character has, like that the writing has left, you know. Definitely. The coffee's wearing off, I can feel it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll read the second quote here. Archie is a wet blanket whose moral compass is just set to, I want to do good even if I stumble and fall. But he's our wet blanket, whose moral compass is, I want to do good even if I stumble and fall. From Make Iggy Tough Muffin. So true. It's so it's so good. This made me <laughs> laugh because I was like, this is exactly, yeah. There's like a fondness for him, even though there really doesn't, his character doesn't fully deserve that. No, it's, yeah. Maybe it's just because he's
1: got so many darn muscles.
0: And he's got a lot of, like, dorky lines that are fun, you know? Like, yeah. the, it's weird. what does Betty think? She thinks it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, <is> that weird. <laughs> I feel he's like just... that line is so endearing because it's like, that's, that's some shit a teenager would say, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like such, he's like one of the only characters in the show that behaves like a teenager yeah just like a
1: little stupid just like lovingly so
0: (laughs) I think I compared him to oh it was for um, Jughead's birthday party episode Mm
2: -hmm. where
0: I was like uh, in like an alternate universe where Betty was like oh he doesn't want a birthday party cool the three of us will hang out and I was like yeah Archie's just following him around like a dog like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like that's kind of not kinda... really doing anything. Just oh, whatever you want. Yeah, oh, I'm just so happy to be here, guys. Love that you guys are in love.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool date, double feature, love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I feel like you know, like that term, like the golden retriever boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's Archie to a T. <laughs> oh, it,
1: it totally is.
0: I mean, not as far as being a boyfriend goes. He seems like kind of a shit boyfriend but Pretty as far as a boyfriend oh uh, yeah he's not been good at that so far but as far as like a friend goes he's the golden retriever friend for sure definitely all right i'm going to send you a couple more quotes um these are all around his like strong moral compass um, if you want to start off the last one is short we've got three here, so the first one's and the second one is kind of long, but the last one's short okay
1: I'll just read uh, uh I'll just read a couple whatever okay um I really appreciated him coming to Jughead's rescue when he didn't have a place to live. He didn't want to pressure Jughead, but he still wanted to be there for him and that's from lit lady loves h p we've we've had comments from her. Before.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's she's been on this thread so like this thread uh, with all the separate characters is all done by the same person, so we get mm-hmm. a lot of comments um from the same set of people. So we got some internet friends on here who were commenting on each other's posts, which is cool.
1: From the past.
0: From the past. Uh, it's like a and payback then, machine.
1: <laughs> then we've got uh bleeding heart, stubborn archie is the best Archie from Lainey Darling. Yeah. Um, when has he been stubborn?
0: He's pretty damn stubborn. Um,
1: I mean, he, I guess, especially, like, in the kitchen, I guess, with his dad, this episode, like, where oh, he's yeah. like, no, don't get staying here. You should stay with us.
0: He's, like, pretty hard-headed. Like, um, yeah. early on, when he's, like, lying to his dad and to, like, his coach and his dad's like, oh, yeah. who, who are you <laughs> – are you? Are you, uh, you told your coach that you're working. You're too busy working for me, and you told me that you're too busy working for your coach. So what's going on? And Archie's mm-hmm. like, it's none of your business, Dad. <laughs>
1: like, nothing. Nothing.
0: I wouldn't lie to you, even though I'm obviously <laughs> caught in a lie. Like I never said that. <laughs> Dad, are you okay? I think you're hearing things. <laughs> 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 like, uh, hmm. He didn't say any of that. He
2: just,
0: <laughs> but yeah he kinda he's um he's pretty stubborn he stands up for himself a lot um he stands up for his friends a lot too um
1: he's like strong willed
0: yeah I would say Archie's the kind of guy that once once he like decides what he's gonna do about something he does not deviate from that path
2: yeah,
0: yeah. like you're not changing. like he's like no I already made my decision. you know that country song um <laughs> got to stand for something or your fall for anything
2: i know that
1: line i don't know yeah. what song it's from
0: uh, i'm pretty sure that's also the name of the song because <laughs> <laughs> it's like the chorus Um huh. but yeah i feel like that's like both archie and fred andrews is like that very like hard-headed like bootstraps american you know um and Let's they start. probably vote red too. To be honest, that's, that's, that's from Aaron Tippin. Aaron Tippin. What's the What's the title of the song?
1: Uh, I think it's called "You've Got to Stand for Something."
2: There we
0: go. See? <laughs> uh, the chorus country songs are so easy because the the main line of the chorus is always the title of the song. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'd say Archie's pretty stubborn he's like you know a good friend to have he'll he'll stand by you definitely yeah um this comment here is from derbanksys underscore uh this part i'm i am unsure what she's commenting on however i think this is actually regarding season two so we're gonna skip that one (laughs)
1: yeah So. No spoilers um, for you guys.
0: Yeah, spoilers for us only. Um, so that's Austin, a huge one, though. Right? I feel like that's not bad. Um, <laughs> Someone, so, uh, my name, Jag with two Gs, mm. um, uh, said that Archie is, quote, probably the most realistic and relatable teenager on the show. I hope they give him more interesting storylines while at the same time keeping him true to his character.
2: Most
1: relatable?
0: I don't know about most realistic. <laughs> most realistic. Most realistic See, sure. I feel like this is where it comes in with you saying like he's supposed to be he's like our player character, you know? Yeah. Like he's relatable because he doesn't have much personality, so you just kind of put your own personality onto him.
1: That is true. Um Oh, this is a great comment. One of the funniest scenes for me was Archie walking into the Southside bar, which was hilarious, and Jason's funeral in his football jacket. <laughs> Major points to him for making me LOL. Uh, that's from SA 22
0: Yeah. I wanted to include this one because that was, those were some of my favorite scenes. Like, <laughs> I laughed out loud at the funeral scene because yeah. of him just being there with his jacket on. Like, oh, yeah blue jeans, white t-shirt,
1: and my football jacket to this guy's funeral. <laughs>
0: I do think he had, like, a button-up on, but yeah, he's... Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. He, not much better, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, the... He's like, I need to wear a formal jacket to this funeral. What do I have? Letterman jacket. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, just iconic. I feel like that's, like, his only jacket, though.
2: Very well could be.
0: But, yeah, those are, those are all the comments that I pulled. Um, so, like, as we can see, like, a lot of them just kind of find him, like, generally endearing and kind of relatable, kind of funny. Um, what was your opinion of Archie overall? Like, we've talked a little bit about it, but, you know.
1: I, I like Archie. I think he's he's probably up there, one of, the, one of my favorites. Um, he's got those darn muscles. He is like adorably stupid. Yeah. Um and I don't know. He's he's just like like a fun character, uh, yeah. I've thought throughout so I have I've always enjoyed his performances too, especially with um or, or KJ App's performances with
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, especially especially when he's acting um with uh Fred. Yeah. That
0: Luke Perry. Luke Question. Perry.
1: Maybe, but uh, yeah, I I I like Archie. Archie's great.
0: I knew you'd come around. <laughs> <laughs> Archie's Archie's my favorite character, um, so I'm I'm very very biased.
1: I was very. Um, I think I didn't like him a lot during his arc with the music teacher.
0: Which is fair, because it was gross, and it was like difficult to enjoy anything that he like any scene that he was in at that point. It's just uncomfortable.
1: Really yeah. unnecessary.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're in season one. That happened in like four episodes. And it was just dropped complete like it's it was dropped so fast. And I, I think we can we keep saying that, but it really was like to introduce such a like dramatic plot and like that type of like abuse happens in real life all the time. I mean, they I guess they did the same thing with Mr. Muggs' attempted suicide, <laughs> and I'm assuming they'll do the same thing with um, Clifford Blossom's actual suicide, um, where yeah, it'll we just
1: put a trigger warning on this episode. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Maybe we should have put a trigger warning on the.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry guys. We we were definitely making some jokes on earlier. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll do a better job in the future about that.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, to be you know to be clear, uh suicide depression not a joke. Um. But yeah, I like I think they, they had so many they've had, like pr- some pretty serious, plot. That like I think is kind of I if I was writing for a show and it was like okay now you're gonna handle a plot where um, a child like a 15 year old teenager is being molested by his music teacher <laughs> um, I would want to be extremely extremely careful about how I wrote and handled that and make sure that it's like dealt with and not like, like minimized and not minimized and not make like jokes about like an episode later Yeah. Um, and also and make just, sure that it's not something that's just like oh yeah it's here for like two episodes and then we're dropping it completely and we're moving on to something else
1: yeah i, I think that is the worst part about it is that it well definitely not the, but it's like one of the like it's It's a bad part of it, where it's like, well, why didn't you like flush this out a little bit more, and why did you include it at all if you weren't gonna do that?
0: yeah, like this is a very serious thing, and to take that on um there's like a responsibility that wasn't displayed by like the writing team here, um which I think is really uh really bad <laughs> really really bad like it's a disservice to viewers it's a disservice to anyone who's like been through this or known someone who's been through this um it's a disservice to themselves like that shit's on your writing record now you yeah
1: i mean n- maybe that's why the show sucked so much <laughs> because the first half of it like i feel like i didn't start enjoying watching episodes until, like, episode 10 or 9.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like part of that is, like, some of how it's being written, which we've discussed at length. Um, And then also, like, yeah, like, they had this throwaway plot. They had the throwaway plot of, like, Archie's music versus football journey, Mm -hmm. um, which was never resolved and just ended up, like, we have no idea what he's chosen. He doesn't talk about either anymore. we haven't seen a single (laughs) football game or like we've seen we've seen him perform once i think musically
1: yeah and he performed when his mom returned
0: for homecoming you're right yeah maybe twice twice,
1: so i guess he chose music i guess that right because we we don't see him play football anymore
0: i mean i guess but like (laughs) i have no idea like it could also just be because like you know, like we determined last last episode that like maple syrup season is in like January. So it could just be like football season's over, you know. Yeah, I guess it could be it. Yeah. And we just saw like one practice and that was it. <laughs> so I don't know. It like I there's a lot of sloppy writing here that makes plot difficult to enjoy. Um yeah. Not, not my favorite season of a, a show, I would say. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about a little bit, or? Uh,
1: nah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: worries.
1: Nah. Um, do
0: you
2: think?
0: Yeah, if you're if you're listening along and you're like. You guys keep saying there's like good good versions of this. Um, what is it? Literally anything else would be better. X
1: Files. <laughs> well, watch X um, Files. Watch, uh, watch,
0: yeah, watch, uh, watch f- fucking CSI Miami. You know, watch <laughs> like police procedural stuff that actually goes pretty much by the book i mean police procedurals are notorious for not doing that either but they at least make an attempt um watch um psych
1: Ooh yeah psych's fun
0: psych is fun it's like a funny version of this i would say it's fun if, if it's riverdale light. was like light-hearted and funny um which it's
1: absurd to me that it's not
0: yeah, by all rights it should be. <laughs> like oh, Imagine so, so, okay, so. imagine the good world, the good dimension. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Where
0: Riverdale was written by the writers of Psych. Oh my god. Like, like
1: Hating with this. Uh,
0: it would be <laughs> so good. because like, imagine they have all the same plot points, but because it's funny, like you know what I mean? Like they could even do like the Miss Grundy plot line and drop it in like four episodes and also in that one because the writers aren't psychopaths the characters (laughs) would be aged up to like college age yeah so it's less inappropriate and also like their actors are college age so it just makes more sense and that
1: gives you so much more like liberty with the characters to have them like be doing this stuff because, like, I like this is, like, beyond the scope of, like, what a high schooler would do. Yeah, like or, like, know
0: how to do, even. Like, yeah. they wouldn't know how to, like, like, they keep calling Betty Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know shit. Like, Veronica... <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Veronica last episode... I forget which episode it was, but when she was like looking through like her, the files and she's like, oh, the Blossom file, it could have been yeah. that she was like a pre-law student or something and it was like, she's like kind of familiar and she was able to get into the records, route. you know, like there's so much stuff that you can work around easier if these kids are college age. Yeah. Not to mention all the nasty shit that they keep doing. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to see high schoolers... Macking on each other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see two high schoolers having a conversation about a man who possibly killed another man, but it's set in front of a fireplace and they're like on a basically a heart shaped couch with a bouquet behind them.
1: What do you think? It's weird. It's weird. And what does Betty think?
2: She,
0: she thinks it was so weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, this whole episode is weird, honestly. It's not. <laughs> Like, what?
2: that's
1: the scene. Why bother including that?
0: <laughs> and like to have it set up so extreme, like he went over there and she put, lit a fire. Like yeah. they might as well have been sitting on a bear rug. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like a 70s porno. It's nasty. Nasty shit. But yeah, the writers are like. Like, first of all, they're much better writers. And secondly, that show is super fun. So just also, can you picture um, Lassie from Psych instead of uh, Sheriff Keller?
1: Oh no, because it's been a while since I've seen Psych. Ah, uh,
0: but uh, so like Lassie's like police incompetence is because he's like too pissed off at uh at Sean to like.
1: <laughs> oh oh my god!
0: Yes yeah. yes. So that's like an easy way to do, you know, like have them have like, it, it, like, oh Archie, you bastard! I have a grudge against you, or what, you know, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Yeah, because that
1: gives Archie somebody to really like play off of. Like, if he's going to be the like lead and actually like have a little more character, like,
2: yeah,
1: okay, maybe he's like a rogue. Like he he was on the police force for a little bit and then he left he's still doing all this detective work and it's like
0: it could even be
1: you're not a cop anymore
0: (laughs) yeah yes that'd be so good um it could even just be like the same where he's just like hanging out at the police station like bothering this guy (laughs) you know and 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 like sheriff keller's like you are so fucking annoying like you're not on the boards i don't have to tell you anything why are you hanging out here why don't you have a job (laughs) <laughs> like you can't be this dumb you know and Archie's yeah. like oh I do have a job I work for my dad you know like <laughs> I just yeah I work construction no we had no work today so here I am you know like they could have just <laughs> they're so it would have been so fun oh I miss psych psych right. reboot win you know
2: but
0: yeah oh and the other show you should watch if you like this and want like Want to try out like a good version of this um check out twin peaks twin peaks very similar setup there's a murder of a teenager in a small town and you gotta solve the case and there's some like mysterious supernaturally type elements as well which we're like we got a little bit in in this season um strong cast of characters you got some some teen toughs you know yeah like yeah so yeah i mean there's there's plenty of um and we're giving you a full range here of options also so why like
1: you get why are we watching this why are we making
0: because <laughs> <a> <laughs> um we love we love to complain about things if is- we were watching a good show we wouldn't have anything to say
1: yeah just be quick just be like yeah this episode was cool this is what happened and then we like are are happy
0: yeah (laughs) and we like to be you know this is like a fun thing our lives are going pretty good right now we need like a fun thing to have like you know a a fun stupid thing to get like frustrated with
1: yeah i gotta get myself riled up we're (laughs) inventing a guy to get mad at yeah
0: (laughs) Well, we're not inventing him because Riverdale did that for us. But we're looking at the guy that they invented and being like, that guy sucks. I hate that. Yeah, this could have done this better. We, we are Lassie. We are Lassie. And Riverdale, the series, is Sean to us. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: I think we should close it out on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. That's all, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Next week we'll be covering the final se- the final episode of season Ooh. one. Yeah, season one, episode thirteen, the sweet hereafter.
1: Sorry, I did like a weird. I, I there was a mix between like woo and like ghost noise.
0: <laughs> I feel like uh, it's appropriate because <laughs> the sweet hereafter. Um,
1: it's also confusing, right? Because like they solved it.
2: Uh, or did they question mark
0: (laughs) i i have to say (laughs) i remember what happens this episode because this was like a a big moment
1: yeah
0: do you remember do you know any spoilers
1: i do know a spoiler
0: okay i'm i wonder if it's the big spoiler but i'm very excited to hear you react to this episode because i'm expecting you to come in hot and be like what the fuck (laughs) how can they do this
1: uh, oh man
0: how oh. will they fix this you know so um, yeah Fun. so also okay. you listener get ready because it's going to be it's going to be a hot episode woohoo second cherry I made that analogy earlier
2: um, sorry, oh right
0: I was like huh I was just talking <laughs> about cherries for no reason don't worry folks <laughs> was that an episode did that make the cut was... maybe that's what we'll call it this episode second yeah. cherry
1: the second cherry but that wouldn't make that sense. should be the next one <laughs> yeah. well yeah
0: we'll uh we'll work
1: it out you'll see yeah, in the final version
0: well, uh, will well, we'll invent some titles here for you yeah. Don't we're having fun with the titles i hope you guys yeah. are too um the descriptions also every time i read one name because Nate's right in the descriptions those things are funny man you're doing good with that I like those I'm glad that you like that I
1: I put in a little bit of effort sometimes
0: you know we're putting in more effort than the writers of Riverdale but um yeah (laughs) the in sync that's how you know we're related Yeah. same bad jokes
1: okay and with that rap
0: Get riverdale I feel like um, I should edit in some like taps music here.
1: Sure, go for it. <laughs> if Hold I can it figure
0: it out, I'll do it. Otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, there could have been taps if I knew how to do things. Or there will be taps here where I'm talking, alternatively. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as our voices fade out into dabs.
0: Okay, I can't fade yet, so we're not going to have any fading.
1: Oh, okay, just give me this episode. i will do
0: a hard cut I am able to soften things, mm. but I don't know how to soften, I I don't know how to fade yet, so.
1: We'll get there. Maybe. Oh. If you think the production quality is bad now, just wait, because it probably won't get a whole lot better.
0: (laughs) Wow. As our our editor, um, I am hurt, (laughs) I am am hurt.
1: (laughs) I'm not saying you won't improve. I'm just saying like, (laughs) I don't know. I think they sound all right.
0: If you don't like background noise, you're on you're at the wrong podcasts. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We're <laughs> yes. not
1: pros, okay?
0: I have two cats, and these guys are going to make noise, okay? They are. There my, goes one right now.
1: <laughs> my upstairs neighbor likes to rock, walk around from seven to ten p.m. and nothing I can do about
0: it. Yeah, you'll occasionally hear thumping from my upstairs neighbor, which is a little kid upstairs throwing a fit and slamming his cupboard door, or <laughs> guitar music, or. Um, little kid dance party music so guitar music <laughs> I <know>. genre.
2: <laughs> the guy plays
0: a lot of guitar up there and it does different songs it is pretty cool but it's annoying when you're trying to edit I was worried we'd get some tonight because he was playing earlier I was hoping he'd be done
2: what a long outro huh whoopsie <laughs> <laughs>